Check, check. Yo, Beach Eye Radio in effect. Beach Eye Takeover, Beach Eye Live Takeover. True Master, you with me? Let me see if I got your mic up. Check, you with me? Check. Uh, hey, yeah, what's I got going you. on? Have we started? Uh, apparently, I oh. think I think we're still waiting for people to arrive. Actually, hey, I, what about this? Let's go. Okay. Yeah, we'll play some music, and when people get here, we'll uh, start over. Memphis Bleak, we running this rap shit. B-Mac, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we running this rap shit. Old Spark, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neek, we running this rap shit. Takeover, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC, too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Pin to a test. Chest in a line of fire with your thin ass best. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. your shit back. Hey, you guys ready for me to turn the mics on or what? You realize I'm on the air live right now, right? Oh, all these guys care about... They're like getting their headphones hooked up. JB's like, I don't hear anything right now. You got to turn it on. All right, all right. You can hear me? All right, good. That's um, that's important because I am going over the air right now. Yeah, Masai, Masai can hear me. Let's see. If, let me let me get a couple microphones up here. Check, check, check. Oh, I got you. There you go. No, I don't hear JB. JB, do I check, got you? Check, now? check, Yeah, I got there you. We got JB. One, two, yeah. What about three? Your master? Yeah. Hey, here I am. All right, cool, cool, cool. Great. We're 11 minutes late, and yeah. we're yeah. live on the radio. And we already had technical difficulties. Uh, on the radio. Hey, this is something for the radio. Come on, come on. Yeah, let's do um, let's do a quick mic check because uh, we have uh, Angelica's here and she does not have headphones. So okay, say say words. Let's let's introduce our guest host first. All right. Hello. Say your name. Hi, I'm Angelica. Yes, you are. That's good. Say mic check, mic check, one two three. Mic check, mic check, one two three. Oh, that's perfect. Whoa! I like it. I like it. JB's uh, just a little bit too loud. I didn't even say Always. <laughs> oh, the Messiah's too loud. JB thinks loud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm True Master, and all of my machinery is functional. Yeah. Nice. Wait, is that a euphemism, or you mean, what are we talking about here? No. That, I'm, that's I'm, a euphemism. I'm, 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 no, I'm straight shooting. Okay. Yeah. She said that? No! <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. No bingo for you! <laughs> <laughs> we got, who else we got? Uh, oh, hi, oh, that's me. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> it's Nate. Great. <laughs> Nate yeah. is the greatest. <laughs> hi. He's swell. You know my what? My name is Masai ATG. Yay! I'm JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses, and my mic is not too loud. All right. Now nah, you're just talking all Barry White dish. Nah, 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 nah. My mic isn't too loud. Don't forget about me. Oh, oh, oh my God. Guys, I'm on the check-in, too. check-in too. Is that is that White Devil's advocate on Already. the check-in? Yeah. He just got here. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> all right. Welcome to uh, Beach Eye Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, sorry we were a few minutes late. It was it was all uh, True Master's fault. It was all a dream. And uh, I used as, to read Word Up magazine. So as always, 
you can hit us up at Bshot Radio. Uh, tell us information. Tell us when we're messing up. Uh, interact with us throughout the night. Uh, we had set a listenership record last week, so we're hoping we can do that again tonight. So if you are listening, uh, send out a little tweet. Tell other people to tune in, check it out. And uh, we got a, we got a lot to cover tonight. And usually I say that, and I'm just like bullshitting. We really don't have much to cover, but tonight we actually have a lot to cover. So uh, I guess we'll get into it. We have our special guest host Angelica Clark with us, and uh, we're glad to have you here. Yeah, you're famous. Glad to be here. You, you're internet famous. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You just became internet famous this week. Just right now? Yes. Well, well, previously. Now this show will make you even more famous. Oh, oh. good. good. <laughs> I'm trying to come up. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you you took a photo and it kind of uh, it kind of blew up. You know. And you, you want to tell us a little about it? It's actually we use it as the artwork for uh, this week's promo for Beach Out Radio. Yeah, so I took a photo. That's a photo of uh, two kids on Congress Street, Third and Congress in Troy, New York, um, being held in handcuffs by the Troy Police Department. Mm-hmm. And there's a third kid who's not pictured, um, who was also being held in handcuffs. And there's about you know seven more cops surrounding who are not in that photo mm-hmm. did um, you just did you just see uh the situation happening and you kind of oh yeah i just happened to be at the bus stop i was catching the bus to go swimming okay um and then my swimming was postponed because i saw there were some kids getting harassed by cops so right. i thought i would stick around okay how old were the kids they were 11 14 and 17 Wow. So we're. I actually just tweeted out the, the photo And uh, it's on the promo this week If you want to take a look at it um, I saw you had posted it up And before long There were like Hundreds of shares And uh, a few of my favorite Thousands of shares Oh is it thousands of, See that's why I say You're famous Sheesh. now um, wow. And uh, a few of the people That shared it Rosa Clemente um, Patrice Colors, And just a lot of uh, Prominent activists were, were talking about it Because it's like starking, uh, It's a stark visual To see uh, children that young And it, I mean they're, they're really small These are really young boys um, yeah. To be in, in handcuffs One of them is uh, shirtless you mentioned it was one of their birthdays, right? Yeah, it was the 14-year-old's birthday. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And what was the cause? Um, somebody had been, uh, I guess, had their purse snatched or backpack snatched. Oh, um, and they fit the description. Let me they guess. Fit, exactly. They fit the description. And actually, the third kid who's not pictured didn't even know those kids. Um, and <laughs> wow. those two kids that were pictured are brothers. Oh, wow. Wow. So the third kid... See, this is an interesting uh, phenomenon that, that only seems to happen with people of color. Like, if, if uh, a black person commits a crime, every black person in the vicinity is kind of guilty. And uh, we saw right. this at the McKinney, Texas incident where... That's because we all look alike. Clearly, mm-hmm. right? You uh, know I look <laughs> just like you. We're twins. Yeah, we're, twins. we're twins. Yeah. Twins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys got in, khaki down. <laughs> beige. It's beige. It's beige, bro. <laughs> Shut up, You're Rose. khaki. Um, but in, in McKinney, Texas, beige the noise. same thing beige happened. Noise. Police were called on on, uh, on black kids, and they showed up, and they just started immediately telling all uh, black kids in the area to get down and you know treating them all as if they, they, they were a threat because they're using uh, the skin color as kind of a description as if it was like everybody in a black hat or you right. know, people with the, with the same clothing. They were all driving a black car. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Could that be any more vague? Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, so you take the picture, and um, and, you, and you're observing the situation. The, the, the boys that are in, in cuffs, what, what, like, what are you thinking as you like as you see this imagery? Are you thinking is there really any situation where, say, they did st- they steal something, right? The, and this is yet to be determined. But assuming mm-hmm. one of the was it one of the brothers they think stole something? Yeah. So essentially, the the claim was that there was a group of three black kids who com- who committed the theft. Okay. So they were looking for three black kids, and they had descriptions for them. Um, and one of them was red shirt, black pants. So that's where they got the other kid okay. who was just confused and waiting at the bus stop like me. Um, and. Well, I you know, they there. just grabbed them together. I actually, 
you know, I, I'm not a sort of passive person, but the only reason that I just sort of took their picture and didn't intervene is because they're kids and they can't really say like yay or nay to some kind of intervention. Right. Um, but adults certainly could do that. And like if, if you're in a situation where you see something like that, you can be like, hey, how do you feel right now? Are you good? Mm-hmm. But obviously kids, you know, they don't they wouldn't know that the po- possible outcome for that. Um, so I was like, I'll just I'll document this and then hopefully get up with their mom, um, you know, as soon as I can. And then luckily she kind of came over. OK. Um, sort of shortly thereafter. OK. Perfect timing. All right. So here's yeah. the kids. Kids uh, sometimes break the law. And of course, this photo and and, uh, and seeing kids in handcuffs kind of gets a divide in the country and in terms of how this should be dealt with. Now, True Master, I know you you work with children um, yep. who had. Can you hear me? Yep, we got you. Okay. Uh, developmental disabilities or just like uh, at risk youth, right? Group home type stuff. Um, I've worked with students with special needs. I okay. work with at risk youth. I work with gifted students. So how how, how many have you handcuffed? Oh. Good question. Never, ever once. So 15 or 16 I, years. I was actually, I actually, the worst altercation that I had with a student in a self-contained classroom uh, started with me being bit in the shoulder by her and ended with an incredibly awesome discussion about how tight her handcuffs were about not <laughs> fighting wait, wait people what, what are you talking and about <laughs> i thought i was supposed to be the one with the innuendos really, guys can, yeah, I ask, can i ask a question here yeah what's up does this count as true master being nostalgic yes <laughs> yes yes okay. so right. anyway bingo my, my, my pen doesn't work Nate. you'll have to tag just, it for just me stab through the page oh here you want to oh, trade oh, pens no you okay. can't tell people <laughs> they have to figure it out on their own oh oh sorry sorry, oh, sorry. Oh. so anyway Anyway, but to answer your question, no, no. I've been with uh, I've been with a, a variety of students. I was a variety of students. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was, you know, I know I had I knew what the kids who I came across yeah. had been through because right. I had been through it myself. Okay. You know, and this is like something that's been happening across the country. I've seen a few different uh, pictures and heard a few different stories about uh, children either acting up in school and the police being called and then they're, they're handcuffed. And uh, it, it's kind of crazy because I work with uh, people. Uh, adults with developmental disabilities and um, I know uh, Tanisha you work with children Tanisha's here on the couch shout out to Tanisha um, hi Tanisha and we're, we're hi always, Tanisha we, we waved everybody just so you know she's not being rude she waved and it, it's, it's <laughs> always uh, it's interesting that people who work you know actually work with children are usually able to handle these situations without um, putting putting a kid in handcuffs or, or using like uh, techniques that are meant for you know deviant adults or criminal uh, adults um, and, and when you see the Unabombers yeah right you know like right. people who are <laughs> People who are pose an actual threat. I think that's right. the, the point of restraint is if right. you if somebody's posing right. a threat to either themselves or others. And when you look at the picture, the boys are calm. There's really no reason for them to be in handcuffs. Um, even if they were, even if they had run away and been, you know, caught by the police, I feel like there's no reason to. There to is put a them reason in if they would like to continue the stigma and the institutionalized criminalization yeah. of our youth. Here's, here's, the, here's the reason, though. Here's the reason. If if there's if if there's suspicion that they committed a crime. Mm-hmm. They have to be detained, and the first thing law officers do is put you in cuffs. You know, so well, that's that's the reason right on, there. But you can be detained without being cuffed. Yeah, you can, you can. But when you when you have someone that's a youth, you know, you you don't know if that kid is gonna run. So usually, same with an adult, they put you in they put you in handcuffs. They might let you go a few minutes later, but they put you in handcuffs. Oh, sit here in the back of the car and just wait until we come back. We're gonna run your information. Do, do you think if uh, if those had been uh, say three white girls the same age, would they have been put in handcuffs? 
Heck fucking no. And and, and for me, that's the so issue. So why are you justifying like, it? No, no, I, I, I appreciate that perspective because I, I, re, I read it a lot online. I've heard a lot of people saying the same thing. And I think this is about like equal treatment. And, and, yes. And there's really no right. instance where I can say that this would be necessary unless for some reason, you know, those boys were really posing a threat or to those grown men. Or across the board. And, and when you hear that they actually cuffed the right. wrong kid who just happened to be there because he was black too, you know, that's, yeah, that's a huge rights wasn't, violation. Wasn't there a huge uh, bike rally or some crap like that and, and, and all these guys were were fighting and they had all the freaking kids, not kids, but the men, grown-ass men, just sitting on the curb. No handcuffs yeah, or anything. You're, you're talking about that. Other, oh, that, was, yeah. that was Waco, Texas, yeah. right? Yeah. There was like death? Texas, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they, they killed yeah, somebody. They killed Those somebody. men killed somebody. <laughs> well, but the cops also him. killed some of them. Like, they, that picture is a little bit deceptive. Like, there's so many of them, they, like, didn't have enough cuffs, but they killed some of those bikers. Like, they're not, they're never seen light of day, I'm sure, again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, the the Waco thing, I'm like, that's that's a different story. That's like, okay. uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy made real, basically, yeah, right, is what right. was going on but there. This yeah. incident definitely was not uh, a, a, an incident where anybody was in danger, and uh, right. I think I think the, the greater harm that was done, even though there was someone who was potentially victimized and had their purse stolen, was those kids being in cuffs for what will probably be the first time, and statistically, that's not the last time those kids will be in cuffs, and uh, I don't know, I feel like the earlier you, you start doing this to kids, it's the right. earlier you start treating, ki- treating kids like criminals, the right. earlier they start yeah. to internalize that, that they are, this is how, this is the nature of the beast, this is the way the world is, I'm a criminal, I'm the bad guy, you're the good guy, I belong in cuffs, and uh, and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or something, you know. Shout out to Soul Fire Farm. And also, real quick, um, <laughs> working in a, I work with children who are, they're um, classified as emotionally Talk disturbed. Talk to the side of the mic. To the yeah, side of yeah, the mic. Yeah, I think you're talking to the side mind. of the mic. Okay. Yeah, that's gold. Better. It's like and, corn on the top. And the kids that I work with are most, and the classes I see with students that are classified as emotionally disturbed are mainly young black, young black boys. And very often what I'm finding in those classrooms is that they are, they're, this is what their um, diagnosis is, emotionally disturbed. But what you really have are children who are angry mm-hmm. because of maybe some trauma from home or the, maybe the trauma of being in school with people who overreact when you misbehave. You know, you pull a prank and all of a sudden you're suspended for days and you're in, um, now you're in a special classroom. And then on top of that, in those special classrooms, academics are not emphasized. I was told, don't worry about the academics. The academics are not the most important thing. Keep them contained. Keep them calm. That's not my goal, but that's what, Oh, snap. You know, Who said that to you? I'm not going to say a name. Oh, you got to call them out. Call them out. Call them out. I just, I just actually spent uh, spent the day with some kids um, who are doing a summer youth employment program with Liberty Partnership, like a leadership institute, and they're like 14 to 18. Yeah. And we were having a conversation about the prison system and the ways that it touches other parts of our lives. And all the kids said, like, bar none, that one of the parts of their lives they feel is most like prison is school. School. And when they thought about the world that they want to create that looks different than the one that we live in, like what would Albany look like if, you know, if they could sort of take over and and make decisions, it would have no elementary or grade or high school. It would be a place where you could go and learn about what you want to learn about when you go to a community center that you have to be at. But it's it's an open space where you're not, you know, you don't have to go to detention or you can't get suspended for 90 days or 
or you know it's a different story what they actually want to experience versus what they are experiencing and I'm, I'm pretty sure actually that that was somebody dropping knowledge and that's case, actually how schools used to be it, actually it, it oh they're okay but like I but what I was about Back to say we is couldn't go dropping to them, knowledge <laughs> is a square on All right, the beach out radio out of the way. Okay. bingo just so you guys know what yeah, we're doing you, right thank now thank you um, uh, th- this week we're premiering a game it's called it's called beach out radio takeover bingo if you go to beachoutradio.com and I'm pretty sure you're there right now if you're listening click on the bingo link and uh, you can you can download one of these uh, free bingo squares uh, uh, cards bingo cards and anytime we do something that's on the card you just mark it and uh, that's how you play bingo you can make a drinking game out of it every time you mark a square take a sip every time you fill, fill a row take a full shot or, or a glass um, and you know it's interesting I, I, I put this on a line today and uh, people were really into it and I got a, I got a call from the Albany Barn and they said they have an event coming up and that I could give away two tickets to it it's called Harlem Nights Yo, so if you nice. like so check this out it's, uh, they're doing Harlem Nights at the Albany Barn it's, it's the Low Foundation and the Albany Barn presents and it's like a game night so that's why I think that's why they they were into this so basically there's going to be music games spades dominoes checkers and all this stuff uh, and I'm playing for money when it comes to you spades. can play for money I don't know how they got this working I think they're going for an old like 20s Harlem um, Harlem nice vibe. Yeah, speakeasy yeah. type so, um, thing and so I'm playing for money and I'm playing for keeps it's 10 bucks to, know that. Play it's 10 bucks you. to get in right. um, if you want to win tickets tonight just after you know as you get um, when you get bingo uh, shoot us a tweet with a picture of your bingo card if you're playing uh, also you can mark it on your phone if you use the skitch app S-K-I-T-C um, shoot, send us a tweet. Just show us your card. We'll we'll verify the validity of your tweet, and uh, and we'll yeah. pick somebody who can get two free tickets to the Harlem Knights again at Albany Barn. And this is going to be uh, July thirty first at eight p.m. It's the second time they've done it. The first time was super successful, and um yeah, and Beach Out Radio Bingo. That's what we're doing. So just and go hopefully to, Nate will stop cheating and telling you everything. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stop <laughs> no, telling <right>? you. Okay, <laughs> I was just trying to you know get people He's warmed just trying up. To win. You know? He's not <laughs> <cheating>. <laughs> he forgot everyone's playing. But yeah, once, once again. <laughs> Oh we're yeah, just, we're here with Angelica right. Clark. Um, you can hit Angelica on Twitter. What is your uh, Twitter handle again? Um, it's A N G E M Clark C L A R K E. Clark with an E. What kind of bullshit is that? Ask the English people, <laughs> yo. I don't have anything to do with it. Craziness. Um, well, we're going to talk a little more about that photo that you took later on because we're going to do a, a segment called "Pleading Infant Infantity." I don't know. It yeah, sounded. It, it worked good on infantity. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about um, just children in general being ch- children and uh, youth offenders being charged as adults and uh, getting these lengthy sentences and what types of uh, possible interventions interventions we should be doing instead of that. We're going to talk about that a little later on. Oh, okay, good. You should say that in the microphone so we can all hear you. Yeah, I agree. Um, But we have a lot coming up, and we kind of skipped over because we were running a little late, but we're going to do Back by Popular Demand. We're going to do old English rap lyrics, okay? This was a segment we did uh, four, five weeks ago, and uh, people really wanted to come back. We're going to take rap lyrics, uh, popular rap lyrics, translate them to old English. You guys got to guess who they are, uh, what song was from, and uh, what artist did it. So we're going to do that a little later on. Um, The the pleading infantity thing is coming up. Uh, We have another uh, thought experiment called The Case of the Spelunkian Explorers. This is just a, a popular uh, psychological experiment. Right, right. Um, is there a twist to that one? Uh, sure. I'll yeah, it twist. is a twist. Everyone's on fire. I'm just gonna <laughs> okay, okay. Now you know the twist. I've got a forehead plan. <laughs> uh, we, we're going we're gonna to say her name. We're going to talk about uh, Sandra Bland, Kimberly King, yes. K- uh, Kendra Chapman, and uh, the other women who have been recently been, um, I, I guess the phrase they're using is died in police custody, but uh, that's, that's kind of a passive way to put it. Uh, people who were... Uh, 
women who were stopped by the police and didn't make it out alive because uh, that's that's obviously taken the nation I think uh, got the nation's attention uh, yeah, this week and, and Bernie Sanders got an earful of it at his last uh, town hall meeting uh, oh, where, yeah. where yes, activists took over yep. and he really didn't know how to respond to it um, so we're, we're going to talk about that and uh, I'm sure we'll have an appearance by White Devil's Advocate and, and uh, maybe a few other people later on but I, I wanted to ask you guys early because I like to you know I like to start with the bar really low and yeah, I was cool. thinking I was thinking this week like if you were if you lived in a village and it was struck by a natural disaster what one do you think you'd be able to make it out of the best volcano hurricane tornado earthquake uh, avalanche like what if this should happen to you and you're you know it's like the beginning of a movie and you're just like in your log cabin at, at the base of a, a valley or something one of these shit hit shit, like natural disasters hits what do, how do you think you're tornado. making that you want tornado yeah I want oh, tornado. Yeah, I want no volcano question. no question volcano earthquake, earthquake or volcano earthquake dude earthquakes have uh, I looked this up earthquakes yeah, no. literally have killed more people than any other natural disaster earthquakes <laughs> or volcano really yeah earthquakes really? are no joke yes. the, really more than woo. like no, no, more than like US cops wait <laughs> oh <laughs> there it is <laughs> <laughs> wait yes, what, what is, is that a natural disaster what is the yeah, earthquake right. register yeah, on right. the seismic on the well no that's their the natural scale. what's that's the highest one way. no what is this particular earthquake register it's a it big doesn't ass, matter it's a big ass earthquake it's above seven speaking of which people die speaking of which they're talking about right they're talking about a nine on the Richter scale coming you die it doesn't matter if it's fast or slow if you die you die wait do I have to die in this scenario but did you die what do you think you'd have the best chance but did you die okay I'm still going with tornado man tornado looks like I'm still working with special people yeah you saw you know I saw anything with water no no way I'm dying tsunami I feel like that would yeah that's over you're dead yeah I'm I'm dead too I feel like I can do tornado I could just be like nobody can see you true on the radio visual jokes hey you guys you guys guys, imagine imagine tag when you were a child that's what I was just doing you did a backflip I'm I'm with Angelica and Tanisha I'm all about volcanoes because lava is so slow I feel like I can it's the only natural disaster I can outrun and like roast marshmallows I'd be fine okay she has a point go ahead it doesn't work that way that's how it works when the volcano explodes exactly there's There's shit everywhere I I grew up in California Uh we read books about Mount St. Helens all the time Uh all you gotta do is get a wet rag and wrap it around your face and run away but you don't know where you're going because it's it's a blackout did you just say you read a book about a I feel confident that I would survive a volcano because I know how other people survived it. I thought she was going to say, like, I was at Pompeii when it happened. Yeah, I survived. Look at me. She's like, I'm here. A thousand years old. scar on my arm is from this volcano. I read a book 3,000 miles away from the nearest volcano. In all of our lifetime, okay? People survived it. You survived the book. She still got the paper. But did you die? Oh, apparently I'm still not. here. Okay, I'm still here. I read it and I'm still here. Right, <laughs> That's so gotta count for something. Yeah, it can only get better from here. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, you guys. That's another bingo. Oh, see. Oh, damn. Uh, I'm sorry. So don't forget. That's you guys are all say. fired. <laughs> it's the first thing. I just want to remind people to play it. Okay. Uh, don't forget. Hit us up at Beat Shot Radio. Uh, send us your tweets. Send us your pictures. If you guys yeah. are having a listening party, we're gonna uh, do some shout outs. We got a, a lot of people on the check-in right now. Um, uh, let's do uh, let's do food binaries and then we'll take a short break and then we'll come back and we'll do old English rap lyrics. Um, food binaries Ooh. is like I, I was thinking there there are so many different like food items out there that come in two choices like and people are really adamant about which ones are 
their like their preferred one and and the one I put in the description was like drumsticks or wings and I've seen people literally like getting screaming matches over like what, don't eat the last drums eat the fucking wing I don't want the drumstick <laughs> yeah. um, so I have like a short list of I'm some, not a fan of freaking drumsticks man. you're not yeah like, nah. it's but, the but the drumstick thing. on the wing the drumstick portion on the wing yeah, yeah. delicious that's the better that's the better half yeah right that's the better yeah. half you think the drumstick is better than the wing on the wing the drumstick the portion the, the, the big part not the flat piece the other yeah, piece that's the drumstick no drumsticks are drumsticks they're what? chicken legs We're what are you talking about I'm talking about when you get wings at bombers or whatever then say wings, wings then say that. wings wings and drumsticks I that's thought that was just said. those two things right? self-explanatory yeah so right. so what team are you wings, on wings and drumsticks yeah. are two different things well, okay yeah, when you're getting wings exactly. have two pieces they have the flats and they have the drumstick so say flats <laughs> or drumsticks wait have you ever oh, called chickens flats like I've never referred to chicken wings as flats <laughs> I feel like I've eaten way more chicken wings. You know what? I doubt it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. There's right, wings and drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm team wing, which you, you call the flats, I guess. That's I, I like those. I like, like both, though. I, I, I don't want to get rid of nah, either one. Drumstick all the way, man. There's more weed, meat on them. Yeah, oh. there's more. There's more, <laughs> there's there's more weed. There's more weed <laughs> on it, mate. They're easier to eat. They don't. They definitely wings, y'all. Everybody, we generally agree. I like the wings. I okay. can't believe we got nah, so many JB, team wings JB in here, likes man. drumsticks. I'm yeah, I like the drumsticks. Like, I like both, JB though. But the the, I like the drumstick because, oh. like, with the with the flats, I call them flats, not wings. With the flats, you got to break the, the bone open. Yeah, exactly. and nah, you yeah, gotta, we can fight for Logistically, I like, in theory, that makes sense. But logistically, you can get more meat out of the wing, like, in, in one move, one-handedly. Yo, No, in one move, you can get more meat from the drumstick. You know how Scooby-Doo does it? I don't want to say it, but you know how Scooby-Doo does it? He pulls the bone out of his mouth. I just need to know. From JB. JB, I need to know what plane or bird can fly with flats. <laughs> None. It's not wing, a thing. Okay. Wait, wait, wings are flat it's on a bird a and, and on a plane. The never, wings are flat. They're, never they're always flat, that. but they're, they're always flat. Never heard that. They're they're always flat. Flat. I eat so many they wings. They don't fly with flats. They don't. They and they you don't throw, fly with, and they don't fly with drumsticks. No. Walking flats. flats. They yeah, walk you throw flats. flats at somebody if they're disrespectful. <laughs> but like they did with Bush <laughs> when he had the shit thrown at him. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, hard taco, soft taco. Oh, man, soft taco. Soft taco. Soft taco. Team soft taco. Soft taco. Hard taco. Angelica? Hard taco. Hard taco. Yeah, I'm Team Viagra. Team Viagra. Pancakes, waffles. Oh, shit. Oh, pancakes. Pancakes. Waffles. Get out. Waffles. I want Eggos. Like, I can't front. Chicken and waffles is delicious. What, the flats and the waffles? Suck, suck, JB. <laughs> he likes his chicken flat and his waffles bumpy. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yo, uh, this one drives me crazy, but uh, mayonnaise or uh, Miracle Whip? Miracle Whip. Mayonnaise. Thank you. I Miracle love Whip. Miracle Whip. Mayonnaise. Miracle Whip. Mayonnaise. Yo, Miracle, Miracle Whip. Whip is that shit. I went camping recently, and I was like upset that nobody brought Miracle Whip, and everyone looked at me like My I was My mayonnaise is not supposed to be sweet or whatever flavor. It's delicious. Is. That's the word you're searching for. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with mayonnaise, replace it with Miracle Whip, and it's better. It's whack. Right Ew. off, John. Right. <laughs> you don't like it? I don't like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. Yeah. I'm against I'm both. You. I'm yeah, like, I read a book about both. Miracle Whip. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo. And I'm a survivor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I survived that Miracle Whip book. Yo, I'm on team hummus. 
Yes. Hummus. Hummus or guacamole? Hummus or guacamole? Oh, shit. Both. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Food binaries. Yo. Shit just got real. That's a real one. Niggas is about to fight it here. Oh, You made the decisions easy before. Now, I'm struggling. It's like a tug of war right now. Yo, with the Cheetos, crunchy or puffed? I'm puffed. Crunchy. I like the crunchy. Crunchy. But I got to eat them. I got to pour them in my hand because I can't wear orange gloves. Oh, you don't want them? Yeah, okay. I feel you on that. I'm a puffed. What do you got, Nate? I don't mess with Cheetos, honestly. Oh, really? Neither. Neither. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't mess with them. Maybe maybe those hot fries. You know those hot fries? Yeah. yeah. Those. those are good. Yeah. The, 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 the red bag, bag or blue bag of Doritos? The ranch oh, or the shit. original? I can't even. Ranch. I'm putting my mic down on that one. <laughs> Yo, have you ever had the taco flavor? They only come out like I once like every the, five I years. I like that mild sweet chili one myself. The purple bag. Oh, purple bag is yeah. That one is good. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the purple I feel the purple one should actually replace oh, the blue one. Oh, ghost face. Action bronze. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Seven degrees of, of action, Bronson. Oh, no. Blue and cream. Blue and cream. I feel like this is run its course. All right. So uh, hit us up at B-Shot Radio. Uh, we're just getting started. we got a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to come back with old English rap lyrics. Um, shoot us a tweet. Play your uh, – if you go to beachradio.com, get a bingo card, and you can uh, play Beachot Radio bingo. It's the first night we're doing it. If it goes well, we're going to do it again. If it goes horribly, we're still going to do it again. So you might as well yeah. be used to it. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, True, Nate, something, you guys got eight laptops over there. I don't even know who's spinning right now. Um, but, yeah, just hit us up on the check-in. Tell other people to tune in. We're, co- we're going to come back with more Angelica Clark, and uh, keep it locked. came from your mother, looking all sweet, black like y'all. Let me ask you something. I want to know who you are. None of them compare to you, preparing you to make food bearable. Something, Something terrible. Blessy, you fruitful, beautiful, smart, lovable, huggable, doable like art, suitable to be part of my life. Copper tone, oh, you copyright infringement. Pay, you been this 10 cents. Way back in the day, it's like I'm standing there, you know, appreciating God's design, and then you showed up. It's like you read my mind. Damn, she's fun. I think I add the R-E in front of that and see if she need to get with a cat like me. I like the way you walk. I like the walk. I like the way you walk. Feet big and do open toe shoe. Ooh, no limits on what I would do. Make love to you like long interview. Ooh, 
Me say for real, me like you Good luck, champion, win the title Show, many man try invite you Shut down the wreckage time decide you Come on. Show, what man you get born inside so Clear the walk while you just let shit pass through Oh, can't be your next one like you Famous like tapes made by DJ Clow I tighten up my game as I approach you Yo, check a sheet and act to the beat get close to I don't get many compliments, but I am confident. Used to have a complex about getting too complex. You got me willing to try. Look me in the eye, my head is still in the sky. Since you walked on by, I'm feeling high. Got my imagination flickering like hot flames. That's how it seems. You make me want to ride a cold train to a love supreme. My brown lady creates environments for happy brown babies. I know it sounds crazy, but your skin's an inspiration for cocoa butter. You provoke a brother. We should get to know one another. I discover when I bring you through. My people say true. All I can say is. All praise do I thank God for the beauty like you Brown skin lady Yes Just cause yeah. to the brown skin lady On the planet Brown skin lady Yes Brown skin lady How do you feel? I like the way you walk I really like the way you walk I 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 like the way you walk Everybody on the avenue, I know when they see you say Politicians often move with the same rhythm. You speak of government, my thoughts are cynical. So why we focused on the pinnacle? They getting paid off everything they label criminal. They not overturning them sentences, pouring in remembrance. Dream Americana, no symbolism to what they know. Liquor in the cup, watching curves grow. My man gave me two, he trying to stack four. See plenty dough like a pizza shop. God preaches by jets, still in front they flock. Pop, pop, lost innocence, pouring in remembrance. Praying for a sinner's no difference between the two Fountain of youth for the chosen few Wanna control the population, poisoning the food We got money for wars, can't feed the poor Tupac was on the something, maybe more But we'll never know
Saying they please reimburse postage before we're out of focus. Scribble up another photo out for me to pose in. Manic self publicist, any illustrious. Ill fitted is still sunder a midget. The pigeon is perched over a picket. I'ma expose the explicit just to prove to you that we're gifted. The ominous tone suggests listening, so I'ma decode the encrypted. Space case quasar, techno avant garde. I let the fireflies out the mason jar. Play your part, keeping on the lowest of low. Bass guitar, chromosome count. Sixfold, should have studied the cliff notes. I'm busy getting hired and said so. You really ought to admire the kid, though. I'm here to rewire all the shit that's abysmal. C1000, follow me if you wanna live, bro. I'm probably the prophetic reverse rip, bro. The riverside's drier than the levee. I only see as far as these eyes will mind to let me. No mistaken, the crowd favored or get foul flagrant. Overtaken by a Weisenheimer on the left. It's not approval I'm seeking. I'm only trying to fight my demons. I wanna write wrongs for the right. Righteous reasons and these sides who come clean with deviant dawn of my genius. It's not. 
seeking I'm only trying to fight my demons I want to right wrongs for the righteous reasons And these sides who come clean with The deviant on my genius So aligned in my confinement And come to find I have designed it I measured and severed and then I transcribed every line in Somewhere along the lines I climbed in And all of that time spent was trying to figure how to make time bend And all my loose ends to be tied in I'm used to the hind end Criminally unsure where the tight ends The light beyond the tidal wave is perfectly blind And hyperbolic blur dispersed with the worst timing Occurred to me as I was enduring turbulent flight To my mind's island Where they refer to me as a disturbed oracle with divine wit Totally fine wit And come to think I certainly should have thoroughly surfed the fine print Before I put the gut where the line is Uncomfortably tied in To a padded room with the light in Holding on an opus that's supposed to be what I'm seeking I'm only trying to fight my demons I want to write drawings for the righteous reasons And decide to come clean with The deviant dawn of my genius It's not approval I'm seeking I'm only trying to fight my demons I want to write drawings for the righteous reasons And decide to come clean with The deviant dawn of my genius Yeah, there we go. Oh, they got, they got under control. Oh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. That, yeah. that last joint was uh, Physique 2 by Moses Rockwell. Yeah. Shout out to Moses yeah, Rockwell. shout out to Moses Rockwell. Beach Shot oh, yeah. in yeah. the building. Uh, he, he didn't make it out to the um, Beach Shot Music Festival we had nah. last, uh, what was that last one? Two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Time flies. But, but, um, but um, we are pleased Hassan to, Mackey came out and killed it. Did, and we are pleased to announce that uh, Moses Rockwell's vehicle is now fully operational. Which nice. Which he worked on while he was out, uh, not making it here. So oh, good. So he'll be able to make it to the next show. Right. Uh, speaking of the next show, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Kanye West, PhD, uh, for his MTV Music Video nomination uh, uh, for uh, best video with social message for one man can change the world with Big Sean. Right, right. Is that a uh, Kanye? That's Kanye Roulette this roulette? week. That's Kanye Roulette this week. Uh, you know what I was? You know <laughs> oh, what I was gonna say? Oh, oh, Kanye oh, Roulette. Oh, I was gonna say um, um, Lamar Odom and his wife are getting divorced. Wait, didn't they? I thought they'd been divorced. The Kardashian? No. Yeah. You news? Yeah, but it just came back out. Like they're talking about the terms. I'm just saying that's B shot news worthy. <laughs> no, but it's Kanye uh, roulette. Uh, what? How? Be, how is that related? Because to Kanye, Kanye is a Kardashian. Kardashian. <laughs> that's a thank stretch. you, Angelica. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you. I think the guys. <laughs> it's like guys. Of separation. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that the discussion has gone way off topic at this point. How are they? Does that mean you have bingo? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a lot of us here are playing uh, B shot radio bingo. Uh, <laughs> If you go to BeachShotRadio.com, if, you, if you're just tuning in, uh, grab the bingo cards we got up. If, as we do things that are on the cards, punch them. Uh, send us pictures of your completed uh, list. And and, it, so, and we're going to pick a winner tonight. And we happen to have tickets. Uh, Albany Barn was nice, nice enough to give, give us two tickets to Harlem Nights. It's a game night of champions, uh, wait, tournament of champions, uh, billiards, spades, dominoes, chess checkers. And I'm and winning in two, I have two free tickets. Uh, so just as you're playing along with um, Beach Shot Radio Bingo, send us a picture when of your scorecard. Oh, and that's on, um, let's see, that's at Albany Barn. Bingo! It's July 31st, no. and Angelica, you cannot win it. 
Okay. But seriously though, I have a. But you could come to the to the to the Harlem Nights. Oh, I'm You could lose in in space. I'm getting an outfit designed. All right, cool. It's right. I like it's right in the community. And last time was really effective. It's they brought a lot of people out. It's really positive. It's cool for the kids. They have drinks there too. So drinks for the kids. Drinks for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they got sippy sippy cups sippy cups sippy cups. That's not accurate. This is this event is not for the kids. Oh, it's we're we're kids. Wait, oh no, for the big kids. Oh, maybe I am wrong. Oh, 21-year-old oh. Oh, kids. That's what it says here. Right, right. Kids. For the big kids. Big oh, kids. Okay. If you're pregnant, you can also come. So, I mean, that's got to count for something. Yeah. No? Yeah, just no drinking. I got nothing. All right. Well, uh, one other thing that was related wow. to Kanye West. Uh, he had a... Uh, he, this is this is real. He, he just did a collaboration with uh, Steve McQueen, who directed uh, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Right. And uh, they... he Steve McQueen directed two music videos for Kanye West. And rather than just, like, throw them on, uh, on BT or... Where do they even show videos now? Just YouTube, I guess? I don't even fucking up. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Vivo. Vivo. Uh, they decided to put them in the Los Angeles County Museum of Art for four days. They're just going to loop over and over again in a display in the museum because they're just trying to like use hip hop and put it in different mediums and they want to have a music. Road speaking, trip. Speaking, right? of which, <laughs> speaking of which, um, our flyers just got inducted to Cornell University's uh, School of Hip Hop. Oh, yeah. Tell the Beat Shot oh, yeah, Music Hip Hop. Elaborate on that because uh, we had somebody came to the Beat Shot uh, Music Festival who works mm-hmm. Ben uh, Ortiz. A, he's right. Ben Ortiz. He's a curator at curator. Smithsonian or at no, the at Cornell, Cornell University. Hip Hop Archives. Okay, and he just took a bunch of our. So he took a CD. He took one of my CDs. He took our flyer, and he Correct. said he's going to put them in the Cornell. They're going to go into the archives. Yeah. Yes, which, so alongside with uh, you know the first pressing of Planet Rock by Alpha Gabamba. Crazy, you know, crazy. Fact, crazy. Wow. So big moves. We're making big moves. Yeah, Be that was shout super dope. So that's cool. Shout out We're to Ben Ortiz. Shout out to Cornell University. My sister, two of my sisters' alma mater, right there. Oh, they really? both graduated from there with their masters. Oh wow! What happened I went to you, football man? camp there. <laughs> Yeah. I'm good. I was I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Graduating from Samaritan Medical. <laughs> All right. So before, before we get into um, old English rap lyrics, I want to talk a little more about uh, Sandra Bland, Kimberly King, Kendra Chapman, and uh, other women who have recently become victims of uh, police violence or lost their lives related to uh, police incidents. I think uh, the photo that you took, Angelica, mm-hmm. speaks on a, a, an issue that doesn't get addressed enough, and it's children interacting with the police. And I think. Uh, women interacting with the police and losing their lives to police violence has also kind of taken a back seat because so many every week there's another black man getting killed by the police but we kind of need to look at other issues that one don't always result in death and uh, two that do result in death in, in the form of what, what happened to these three uh, women in particular when they died in police custody um, what, are you, what are your takes on uh, like the way the nation has kind of reacted in a way that uh, I, I feel like there's been a, a shift in the movement which is pretty much led by black women mm-hmm. uh, especially queer women of color uh, uh, to be more, to, for there to be more of a focus on this. To like, uh, have you noticed that, or am I just being I optimistic? Have noticed <laughs> that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed that shift in the, you know, kind of in the in the Black Lives Matter chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I wouldn't say that that's true for the general sort of prison or police organizing movement. And, okay. You know, it's it's mostly focused on men, um, and it has been historically just sort of that's always the case. Um, but I mean, we see situations like with Sandra um, and with with 
you know, sort of uh, countless other women whose names I know, um, who maybe we all don't know their names. Um, I mean, there's one like the in in Baltimore, right? Like everybody got you know up in arms about Freddie Gray, but there was a woman who was actually killed, a transgender Maya woman, Hall. Um, Maya Hall, who was killed, you know, basically at the same, you know, around the same time, um, and there was essentially no public response to that. Um, so I think we see, you know, we see the same things that are replicated in every other part of society, mm-hmm. replicated in our movements, and I think that is, you know, we're seeing some shift in that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really we have the opportunity to be leaders in that shift mm-hmm. um, as people who are part of that movement now. Do you think uh, when there are, because obviously there are so many people that are, are killed by the police, uh, especially people of color, what, uh, like Dante Ivy, who, who passed in Albany, who was killed by police, uh, by Taser. He obviously didn't get national headline news. And I think most uh, victims of police violence don't actually get headline news. And I, I've spoken to a few other local organizers about this and why the focus tends to be on, uh, on men. And I personally believe that nobody really gives a shit unless somebody dies and statistically speaking police just kill way more men than they kill women so there's way more male bodies than there are women bodies I don't think it's way more um, men bodies than women bodies how do we know we don't know that's the thing we don't know but I believe they harass and beat up and kill that happens the same yeah and, and kill Black women just like they killed the black men. How about none of this stuff makes headline news anymore? Stop killing black people. Fuckers. I think that black women's bodies are... it's almost like they, they don't belong. They try to take them, them away from us. Our bodies are not our own. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are for commercial purposes. Our bodies are for birthing out babies. We're the welfare mm-hmm. queens. We're um, loud, fat, black, you know, ugly. Shrap queens. Yo, shout out so. to Her Temple Monologue mm-hmm. for opening up the B-Shop Music Festival. Yeah, in the we most said that last week. Way. They killed it. Man. It was you just... Can, Nate, you can check off God Off Topic. topic. Yeah. So, um, um, already <laughs> Did, thanks. So that's why women are not spoken about. And, you know, it's black women, period, across, like, whatever your sexual preference are, your gender you claim. It's about black, and my phone is ringing, but it's about black women really taking a stand. And we've done that always. It's always been true of black women. We've always stood up despite the odds against us. Mm-hmm. So do you, mm-hmm. do, you, do you think that uh, the movement as a whole needs to stop focusing solely on just uh, <laughs> people who, are, who, who die in custody and should be... Broader, because I feel like women are harassed in ways that men aren't by the police. Obviously, uh, when you look at sexual assault and just assault in general, and even if there's not always at, statistically as many bodies piling up. And by the way, I'm not pulling that out of my, out of my ass. Like uh, the best numbers I can find, and I, I did a lot of number crunching, and there's also stats on this, is that 98% of people killed by the police are men, and that's because men are commi- uh, are just interacting with the police more. Police are usually, uh, if they're targeting uh, criminals or people they believe to be criminals, they're men. So 2% of uh, uh, people killed by the police are women. One uh, percent of them are a little over one percent are are women of color. And I I personally believe that because we only give a shit when somebody dies. That's why the focus is always on bodies. That we don't care about people that are assaulted. If if uh, if uh, Mike Brown had just been roughed up that day, nobody would give a shit. If Dante had just been in the hospital in a coma, nobody would have cared. It, it, and uh, and I even even Sandra, like if she hadn't uh, if she hadn't died in in the cell, nobody would care. You and mean it, she it, didn't commit suicide? She died. I, I, 
I mean, they're, they're investigating she, she, it as she if she died it was in a, police custody. Yeah, yeah, she died in police custody. They're investigating yeah. as if it was a homicide, um, mainly because of, of public pressure. But I think that if the, uh, all these uh, abuses happen and uh, assaults, and unless there's a body, nobody gives a shit. And I think we kind of need to expand the uh, discussion to include not just the most dire circumstances, you know, where where somebody does end up losing their life because there are there for every uh, incidence of, of someone being murdered, there are hundreds of, of Rodney King incidents right. where he he lived, right? Right. Um, so I, I would like to see the discussion expanded more to include women and children and, and everyone who's a victim of the police, not just when we zip up a body bag. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I would definitely like to see that. And I mean, in my conversations with people who have interactions with the police, particularly women, mm-hmm. it's often, like you said, like the, the interactions are not about them being killed or even them being beaten up. It's mm-hmm. about some sort of sexual violence yep. against them, whether that's like, listen, you know, you I got arrested or they do anything to you. Go I ahead. got arrested about two years ago, a little over two years ago in New York City. We had did the show in, in Brooklyn. Messiah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I told you to ride with me. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so me, me and Tanisha, we're bouncing from the city. And this was uh a Wednesday that Monday was the Boston jogger Boston Marathon bombing Marathon so we're, we're uh, trying to get back home and we hit the FDR we, co- we come through Brooklyn go down Delancey Street I guess it was hit um the FDR get ready to get on and there was a police blockade so okay they pull us over whatever you know they run my license they said I had a warrant big deal whatever so they they arrest me they cuff me yeah downplay that they cuff me but while I'm in cuffs the fucking cops say some bullshit like oh damn what what did he say Tanisha what did he say to you about your fat old ass what'd he say no seriously dead ass what'd he say what'd he and I just made a sexual innuendo. That's right. You can Bingo. do that to her, but the cop said it. I'm not convinced that was a sexual innuendo. The cop made a comment innuendo. about the way my pants fit. He liked the way they looked. Okay. Yeah. And and, and that's was, like and, and that's was, with you there, you right. know. And yeah. And, and but I had cuffs on, and I'm sitting in the back of the fucking police car. Uh-huh. That's messed up. And that, yeah, and that's pretty bold. And I think the the movie Crash had that scene where yeah. uh, right, Terrence right. Howard and uh, uh, who's the actress? Oh, I forget. Anyway, they pulled her over. They pulled them over, and they, the cops started filling up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the woman. And I, I think this happens all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think to a large extent, guys really aren't aware of it. Usually, police pull you over, and they're not. You know, they're not like you want to get out of this ticket or whatever. You know, like I feel like there's always this proposition or this uh, you know this innuendo there that, that that can occur and I've only heard it from I've only heard it from my uh, female uh, relatives you know mm-hmm. that yeah sometimes you feel like cops are getting a little fresh or they're right. a little too eager to like pat you down stuff like that right um, so oh definitely I mean actually um, um, to sort of switch a little bit I was talking about mostly like people having interaction with the cops with they, with they, women in particular like being assaulted or, or touched up or whatever it is and I actually had a situation where I was doing a civil disobedience like an activism activity okay. um, and which was right outside the New York State Capitol, right here, you know, with New York State's finest. Um, and, uh, you know, ah, I'm sorry. Got him. I'm sorry. Got him. I don't, I, I, I don't know why I'm saying sorry. I make no apologies for how I feel about the cops. They deserve everything that I, that I feel towards them. Um, so I was, I was, you know, being arrested and I was being sort of searched in, in all these different ways. And I had, I had like put my ID or something like in my bra just reflexively and hadn't thought about it. And while I'm outside, outside the Capitol, like right there on, uh, what is it, Washington Avenue, or no, um, yeah, it's Washington Avenue before it comes central, and they lift my shirt and expose my chest Whoa. on the street, and they don't they don't so have they any thoughts or feelings ID. about it, so they could get to my ID, which they could have just reached to get, 
they decided instead to pull up my entire shirt to to do that. Wow. Um, and nothing like that happened to any other person that was with us. Go ahead. Was there question? Fe- was this done by a female? It was police? done by a male officer. Okay, continue. Um, and they were not they were not doing that sort of female officer interaction thing. There were female officers present, but they were not interacting with the women that were there. Um, so it was just a sort of a flippant moment of assault, you know, that just happened, right? It's like, and there was no recompense. There was no way to to deal with it, right? It's just like, this is happening to me. I'm still being processed. So I have to like now go through the whole process of being processed. And imagine if it were, you know, if it were an arrest where I was going to be booked and put in, then they could strip search you, you know, like there's, yeah, right. there's degrees and levels to what happens to women when they go into these spaces that are dominated by men, like most spaces are, but in particular, like these spaces that are <laughs> regulated by dominance, you now have that added layer of being vulnerable because you're a woman in that space too. You, ju- you right. just reminded me of a tweet I saw online uh, that uh, a woman of color said that when she interacts with the police, she sets her humanity aside because she wants to get home to her children. And uh, and that. yeah, you're, a lot of times, uh, I think when you're in a situation where you, you can be intimidated, especially if it's a, a male officer and you have a woman and he's kind of using his force and his size and uh, his, his quote unquote authority uh, against her can be really intimidating and you're put in a situation where do I have to stand up for my rights as a human being or do I stand here on the street like uh, an animal and have myself exposed to the public just because I don't want to get the shit beat out of me or, or right. tased or arrested and that's a situation you should never be put into um, what happened in McKinney Texas with the, the girl who was in her bikini when she was kind of assaulted well she was assaulted by the officer who, who pulled his gun out on two other children um, I, I often think like if I were in that situation and I witnessed that that I, I would have uh, I probably would have been shot that day because that shit pisses me off so much and like how can you stand there and just you know let that happen and I think if those weren't all kids around I think a, uh, if there were other adults or people who are more you know like uh, maybe paying attention more or just really get upset to see a child hurt like that that then you'd have an incident where they'd say you know JB or Messiah attacked the officer yeah, right. and we had to put him down and that's how quickly it can escalate because you know when you're when you're put in these situations where you have to choose like fight or flight or do you let something wrong just happen in front of you because you want to live to fight another day these are impossible situations right, to be in right, there's right. no right choice you know do you, no right do, you, do you stand up and deliver a sermon to all the children and say ladies and gentlemen yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to get shot right now because yeah. I'm going to protect this child right. just yell YOLO right. and just do it you know because right? Yeah, yeah. I'd almost rather I would have almost rather in that situation all the police just started like beating the shit out of an adult or somebody right, else who intervened right, right. than keep assaulting Deflected. this girl Deflected. yeah you know at some point you're just become like a target but you just want to draw the ire of them to get them away, away. From, from people that you know that they, they you, you have this instinct to protect especially young people you know or you, you should I feel like most people do but in these instances when you see the police just treat children like the photo you took like yeah. they're you know either adults or criminals hardened criminals or less than human and, and even talking about your story and how they treated you I don't know it's just like infuriating it, it, and to stand there and watch that I, I don't know like that's one of those I just gotta go out I'll be a hashtag I gotta be a hashtag hmm. yeah. there's, a, it, there's also one um, dynamic to the young girl being um, assaulted and Kenny like we think that we would we would hope that a group of adults would step in and, and rescue that young woman but another aspect to why um, you know I'm glad you guys are talking about these women tonight um Black women are often, there's this feeling among black women, I'm going to say it out loud, that we are not loved even by black men. Mm -hmm. So that we're standing up for black men 
but they're not standing up for, for us. So, you know, that mm-hmm. young girl was mouthing off to the police officer. And I'm a teacher, so maybe that's why I'm not as, you know, sensitive to that. I don't take it personally if a young girl, young boy goes yeah. off and is cursing me out. Um, <laughs> no, biting though, you in the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> biting you. I mean, it's just part of it's yeah. a child's development. Right, what right, they right. kind of do, yeah. you know. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm definitely not going to feel like I'm want to attack the girl physically and I'm not going to speak back to her in a violent way either. But people feel like, oh, she's talking back. She deserves what she gets. She should stop running her mouth. She should shut up. I see this right. on social media a lot, these memes about black women talking too much, or they refer to the bitter black woman. And all those are unfair characters, characterizations of black women, yep. and it contributes to us being dehumanized yep. mm-hmm. and um, characterized as people who are violent and, you know, um, deserving of violence. You know, because I think, we're aggressive. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing I I, I think uh, black men are part of the society, and and we uh, internalize things, and we learn things, and and it, it takes a lot to break out of that, and and realize that you shouldn't kind of be falling into these traps and believing that the hierarchy of who, who's a value, and and essentially black women, especially black uh, queer women, are like at the bottom of this totem pole, and I think everyone kind of internalizes that. So that's why when they do these experiments where you see a black woman being assaulted in the street, see who helps, and then you have a white woman, and then everyone like runs over like I, I, they, you can look these up online if you get a chance but they've done it with men and women in different races and it's interesting like who steps in to help who because we think some people deserve our help and care and you, you know to be treated as human beings and, and others don't um, and that's why I'm glad in this situation with the Black Lives Matter movement that it, it seems to be taking a little uh, swing towards uh, raising awareness and now that you know women are running this movement uh, nobody talks about uh, I, I they're like I can't think of any male leaders who are nobody's running this except yeah, for to be clear, like women run the the prison, the anti-prison movement as well. Like, oh, right. It's not just well, the, the, men black are, the men are in prison, to though. Be, to be fair, the men no, are in prison. No, but men prison. are leaders in prison. Men, I mean, women are <laughs> inside. inside. That's, that's, why why the women, yeah. that's why the women are running. It's, it's hard to men are away from inside. There are men plenty of women vacation. in prison too. Um, just to be clear. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean that that's that's the case. It's been the case historically, but right now I think we're in a moment where it's more acceptable to say, "Hey, this is also happening to us," because that was the reason I made that point was that women have always been at the head of the of the sort of police brutality and, and anti-prison yep. movement right. and never before have women demanded that they also get some of the work that we're doing. You know, they also get benefits from some of the work we're doing um, very directly, like saying you need to be fighting on behalf of black women who are being, you know, br- brutalized in whatever way Kind of like that picture you put up, Masai. Oh, yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a woman in uh, in Baltimore and she's like standing in front of a line of cops in full riot right. gear. Right. She's the only person standing around and they're like in full attack mode, like defensive mode mm-hmm. and acting like she's like the greatest threat in the world and she just did not give a shit you know she's just like I'm here uh, that, that's it and uh, right. and you know you see that over and over again these these images I just feel like they need to be the out women there. are on the front lines always we're, and they always I have th- been I since, think since the dawn of time man. I, I, I wasn't there for no, that no you were there for that yes Jimmy, I was there I was that's there. mirrored in nature but too. I think I think black men are just scared of the police I, I know uh, from, I hate anecdotes but all of but my why friends, wouldn't, all of my why friends, wouldn't we be yo, afraid listen, of the police yo, they, though I like, guess they have reason to be but like every time I shoot a music video and I'm with a group of black guys the cops roll up everyone puts their fucking head down and I'm just like an asshole to cops anyway so I'm like is there a problem officer can I help you you know like I'm just a dick about it but that's because right. I'm half white so I'm like whatever you know right. like, your white side kicks yeah, in yeah like it just kicks in you know that's you entitlement but like you white but, but you I, I, was, I was even talking to uh, my partner Yao he helps me uh, do the Black 
Lives uh, merch shirts. Right. And he was like, I don't fuck with cops. He's like, the cops show up. I just walk the other way. I don't care if I'm right, wrong, whatever. And I think that there's, it's like if you beat the shit out of a group of people long enough and you, re, you know, there's these stories and you know your friends got beat by the cops, you know you can end up in jail. They're going to shoot you. And that's why like, they're, they're fucking winning right now. That's why it's, no it's offense, fear. but that's why they're winning because they have beat us down for centuries. It's been indoctrinated into us for centuries. So now that fear that we were getting beat into us 600 years ago, it's still there. Yeah. PTSD, post-traumatic slavery yeah. disorder. You just coined that? Yeah. Nice. Uh, that was something that I had on the list, and I wanted to talk to you about that too, Angelica, because they're saying that uh, these three women who died in police custody, let's let's say for for just play white devil's advocate that they killed themselves, because that's what they're saying. Huh? What? Did somebody say my name? <laughs> so white devil's advocate. I heard my name. Let, we're saying oh. a lot of people think that these women didn't kill themselves, that they were killed, but assuming, say, let's say for, for uh, hypothetically that they killed themselves, um, do you think that just the, uh, the stress and trauma of like constantly seeing in the news black people being killed by the police constantly being harassed and sexually harassed and assaulted by police that if you can just get if you just get pulled over and which should be a routine racial profiling traffic stop uh, that next thing you know you're killing yourself because well, wait, a minute, wait a minute like, wait a minute no, wait a, minute. Uh, a like, routine racial profiling traffic <laughs> that stop that shit doesn't even it's make like, sense it's, I think that like black people in this country are in, in this like state hey, of almost like it. constant PTSD because you're always like worried about some shit happening you don't know which traffic stop could be your last right. I, I saw mm-hmm. LeVar Burton talking about when he gets pulled over he puts his hands out the window because he doesn't want the cop thinking he's reaching for a gun I saw right. that um, that uh, that uh, guy in I think he was in Kentucky the officer told him to get his license but his license wasn't in his pocket so he jumped in his truck to get it and he just the officer just shot him four times because he went in his truck too fast oh like, yeah and yeah, it's like yeah. I think that, that Chris Rock that's takes just selfies stressful. before and after yeah right yeah. <laughs> like gets pulled up, I feel like getting pulled over when you're black is just way more stressful and at, it is maybe, maybe just getting being in that situation where you're in prison or you were just um uh Assaulted by the police, like what happened to, to um, uh, Sandra Bland. She, she, there's a video of her being, her, you know, she's thrown on the ground. Her face was slammed into the ground. She's assaulted. So, do you think that can put you in a state where you would take your life because you just stressed the fuck out from being fuck that? You know, like nope, nope. I'm not. I mean, I'm not taking my life for no reason. I don't believe she took her life. Okay. I, I, I really don't. But there is, you know, mental illness that we don't talk about in the black community among mm-hmm. black women and men. And there are high suicide rates. Actually, that's especially high among black men, mm-hmm. right? Black what, women. Angelica, do you what do you what are your thoughts on her? Yeah, I mean, I I, I certainly don't think that she committed suicide. Oh. Um, I mean, she's heading to a new job. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, she which was I guess some people really maybe you might. Reason, yeah. Um, but but I don't think that's what happened in that situation. I think, and I know, in fact, that people will certainly commit suicide in prison and in lockup. Yeah. Um, because you envision what is to come. Yeah. Right. Or you've been dealing with it. Like we have the the you know the story of Khalif Browder. He, you know, that we all kind of know now right like he spent this horrific time in Rikers and then immediately upon being arrested again decided to take his own life because he knew what oh, was yeah. waiting for him right. um, so there are people who have had experiences in the system that know what it's like and they, they simply like because they have mental illness that's untreated or simply they just know that they can't stand another you know three years um, being beaten repeatedly every day or you or know raped, whatever or raped or, whatever. or yeah. um, you know or f- fed terrible food you know any any of the many things that could happen to you in prison um, could certainly lead somebody to take their own life but I don't think that's what happened there and in most of the stories that we hear where somebody supposedly committed suicide Kimberly King um, uh, Kendra Chapman yeah and I think there was also one that, that or actually there have been a couple lately where the person's hands were behind their back oh, yeah. where the cops shot claimed they shot in the themselves car. Yeah. in the car oh wow um, so there are a lot of stories Sweet. that cops I do that show. No, they, 
they, they investigated the themselves and they were fine. There was no wrongdoing. So. Wait, exactly. JB, there was no what wrongdoing. What do you do all the time? <laughs> I, I shoot myself all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, you put his hands behind his back. Hashtag dad jokes. For tricks. Hashtag dad jokes. Hang on, hang on. Uh, I don't. I don't I hear Tanisha at all. Hanging yourself is a sign of guilt. Like I think there's some type of pathology about the way people kill themselves. So women don't generally hang themselves. And also hanging yourself, you feel like you're guilty of something or ashamed of something. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she would have chosen that method, even if she did commit suicide. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I didn't think it was like a, a guilt. I, I, it, if, if we're assuming that she actually did kill herself, and I don't know if anybody's read the account, but it's really fucking horrific. They said she found a plastic bag and she like yeah. tied it around her neck, and but her feet were touching the ground when they found her. But she just like was hanging off a bedpost or something, you know, with the bag. That's what they say. I, I feel like Ow. that's really hard. Wow, anyway. that's a deluxe like, plastic bag. Yeah, right. Ow. I never heard of a bag I, like I can't that. even carry a gallon of milk it was, without it. Was it was one of those glad, <laughs> but extra I also, I mean, joints. I think this is a great. This is a you know, this is a great thing that's coming into into public consciousness that cops lie like you can't trust accounts that come from the cops like this is yeah, no stop lying about. no they don't mad people think mad people believe when the cops tell a story they're like ah yes you know you're protecting and serving us and and so whatever happened is what happened right. like, and this well, is like a Walter scenario Scott. where Look it's just silly Scott right story. Exactly. that story was so yeah. different than everyone happened to see it on, on videotape and it's like how many Walter Scott's have happened what if the right. Mike Brown incident was just exactly the Walter Scott incident you know and and, and there's no if there's no exactly. camera rolling we just take the, the officer's word for it right. and, and uh, even if there is a camera rolling oftentimes we still take the officer's yeah, yeah. word. Oh, yeah. Eric Garner. Yep. Definitely. All right. So Let's choke somebody out. And you know yeah, what? We got, it. Right we got a film. He's at work. And he's working. That was super depressing. Um, I us up at Beach Out Radio. Let's uh, do Old English Rap yeah. Lyrics. We're going to do Old English Rap Lyrics right now. Steven Struess just stepped in the building. Shout out to Steven Struess. Um, Steven is actually performing tomorrow. Is that how you say your yeah. last name? Struess. I'm always right. It's Struess. Oh, I always I thought, had this it, conversation was, I thought like it was Struess. <laughs> Um, so, Stephen, you're performing tomorrow, right, at uh, R- Rockin' on the River in Troy. Uh, and uh, Beach Hat is performing next week, but you guys are tomorrow. Me and Kiki are going to head out there. Uh, what's uh, what's what's going on? Tell tell us a little about – do the set right now. The set right now. <laughs> <laughs> the drums are over there. Let's, 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 we can do let's it. link it up. Let's make it what, happen. What time are you guys going on? Who you got uh, with you? We got any surprises in store? Yeah, we're going on. It's Rockin' on the River in downtown Troy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 5 p.m. start time. Okay. And we're going to play for an hour, then Rustic Overtone. Play after us, they play jam rock music. I heard good things about them. Courtney V, Courtney uh, V Photography was telling me mm-hmm. about uh, Rustic Overtones, and that's her favorite band. But Merc is like her least favorite band, so oh, she's, makes sense. She's, she's, so she's 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 showing up around six fifteen. Yeah, she's then. torn when she if she's going to show up or not. <laughs> that's cool. We'll be packing up. We'll say hi. So that's in Troy. Where's that again? Uh, just uh, on the riverfront. Yeah, right? it's right down the riverfront behind Browns. And now all y'all places. doing. Um, Dinosaur barbecue afterwards. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna Sweet. do like eight thirty to eleven thirty there. So Sweet. nice. So there's Keep your plug. On. There's your plug for that show. So Thank definitely uh, show up tomorrow, five o'clock, River Riverfront, Troy. Uh, next week, Wednesday, Beach Out will be there with uh, PJ Cats and the Soul Lions. Um, hit up Steven Struess on Twitter at Steven S T R U S S right, and uh, at Merc Music also. Ding, uh, ding. So uh, and we're at Beach Out Radio. For those of you playing at home, we got Beach Out um, Bingo going on. You can go to BeachOutRadio.com, click on Bingo, and you can play along with us. It's a pretty straightforward game. It's a good excuse to get drunk. And I'm pretty sure a local show was just promoted. Hold oh, on. it was. If you haven't won bingo yet, <laughs> you're playing so in order to win, and the game you, is not bingo. You need every hole on the... You need to fill the whole card. That <laughs> should make the rule. I just need what were JV you getting ready to say? You were going to say you need every hole? What? And there's, an oh, there's another one. 
Especially when you end up from JB. Bingo! Come on, that already happened. Send us pictures of your bingo cards as you're filling them out. All right, we're going to do old English rap lyrics. Now, this is backed by popular demand. We did this one time five weeks ago. People really liked it. Um, I posted a few online today, just like short ones to kind of get us into it. Yeah, the way we this works, had that shit. We was <laughs> This is the way this works. I'm going to read uh, really popular rap lyrics, but I'm I, they're translated to old English. You have to guess the song and the artist that they're coming from. Uh, I'm going to read them one time straight through. No interruptions. After I read it, then you guys can go ahead and try and answer. If you don't okay. know, I'm going to read it one more time and I'll give you guys a hint. All right. Okay. Um, and again, these are popular rap lyrics. This is, I feel like, pretty much, th- th- these might be a little harder than last time, but if you listen to hip-hop, and, and we all uh, say we do, uh, then then you should be able to get these, okay? Wait, wait. You, do, would, would you like to practice your accent first? I've, I've been practicing <laughs> all day. No, that was <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll be a little rough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. We'll start, uh, I guess we'll start with a short. I should have put these in order. Usually I'm more anal about this. Um, okay. Here we go. This is. We'll start with this one. All right. So um, everybody paying attention? Okay. Yes. Old English rap lyrics. I passed through the doorway and repeated myself. I shall resist the urge to write and record my musings. Biggie. I passed through the doorway and repeated myself. I shall resist the urge to write and record my musings. Not Biggie. This is a tough <laughs> no, one. No, that's not Biggie. All right. Who, oh, who else oh, came oh the door? I know, I know. Rakim. Rakim. I came in the door and said it before. <laughs> Never let the mic magnetize me yeah. no more. Okay, see? That was a nice short one. Rakim and uh, so that was I came in the door. I said it before. I never let the mic magnetize me no more. By the way, uh, Matt Murray says got he soul. got bingo times two. He got bingo twice already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you got to take a picture of it, Matt. Send it, Tweet us a picture so I we think can Matt's prove the only it. one listening to us. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Old English rap lyrics. Take two. Uh, I would like to briefly pay tribute to a gentleman who has altered my altered my worldly perceptions, and despite his contemporaries being less honorable, he has proven himself worthy. As I have yet to get word of him being unfaithful. That's a long one. All right, I'm going to say it one more time. Do it time. again. Do it again. Do it again. I would like to briefly pay tribute to a gentleman who has altered my worldly perceptions, and despite his contemporaries being less honorable, he has proven himself to be worthy. As I have yet to get word of him being unfaithful. <laughs> Stephen, do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Well, all right, I'll well, give you a hint. Another, I'll give you a hint on this one. Nah, nah, we wanted to hear it one more time. Okay, I'll one say one more time. time. I, I'll, I'll break it down into into all two right. bar. Okay, I would like to briefly pay tribute to a gentleman who has altered my worldly perceptions, and I feel like you should be able to get it off of that alone. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get it off of that one. Okay. Hint. Go ahead. Here's the hint. I'd like to briefly... Hint, it's a female MC. I would like to briefly pay tribute to a gentleman who has altered my worldly perceptions. Salt and pepper. What are you, what are you, who do you say? What is it? What a man. Salt and pepper, what a man. There you go. Okay. Holy so I'm going to say the real lyrics and then read that again so you get why. I want to take a minute or two to give much respect due to the man that made a difference in my oh, world. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I would like to briefly pay tribute to a gentleman who has altered my worldly perceptions. Okay. So... <laughs> Tanisha got that. That's Alter. that's how this goes. That's uh, that's, yeah. that's that's, that's that salt salt verse from what a man. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this next one's a little shorter. Bloody hell! I must admit, I find it extremely rewarding to be a hooligan. Oh damn! I, it feels good to be a gang. There you go. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> damn. damn! It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but who is that? No, no, no. I was. Oh, I wanted. Wait, oh, wait. you wanted. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that? It's like NWA or like Ice Cube. No, it's or Ghetto Boys. Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, right. This, uh, this one's for this one's for True Master. Confront the establishment. We must confront the existing establishment. <laughs> 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 oh shit! You got this, Angelica? <laughs> no. Bring the noise. <laughs> confront the establishment. We must confront the existing establishment. Throw your hands up. Throw your motherfucking no. hands up. Fight the power. No. Fight the power. Oh, oh, yes. At least it was public enemy. Fight the power. Right, we gotta fight right. the powers that be public enemy. Fight the power. That's See, a good one. Angelica got that. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. I said it as she was you saying. Should. It, I don't, but she's from I Arkansas. God damn it. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> okay, here we go. You know, hey, um, Little Rock, man. It's a fight. Oh shit. That's not where I'm at. <laughs> Matt Murray does have bingo, by the way. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. he does have bingo twice. All right, here we go. Here we go. Next one. Silent hounds and pristine air greet me while my mother prepares sustenance devoid of peccary. I indulge, but do not overindulge. Oh, very good, Tanisha. She got that. Ah. Did, you, did you guys catch that? I'll, that I'll, I'll read, right the, actual, yeah, exactly. I'll read yeah. the actual lyric and then uh, the old English one. It's uh, no barking from the dog, no smog, and mama cooked a breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but then pig out. Finally got a bone from cuz got a dig out. There you go. And, and, and my version was silent hounds and pristine air greet me while my mother prepares sustenance devoid of peccary. I indulge. <laughs> But do not That's what she said. This is fucking awesome. She said this that. This is awesome. Yeah. This shit is awesome, yo. It is. Fuck you, Masai. This shit is awesome. It is. I thought it was DMX. Where my dog's at? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen. You gotta listen. Okay. This. Uh, I feel like you. Uh, I feel like you guys will have this one too. Okay. Here we go. Uh, old English rap lyrics at Beach Radio. This subsequent stanza is specifically addressing adult males who are more consumed with their affinity for gaudy accentuations and footwear than with the well-being Lauren of their Hill. female partners. Lauren Hill. What do you got? Um, guys, you better know you watch out. <laughs> that that song, that <laughs> thing, do that thing, do I? Okay, here we go. I'll, I'll read it again and then I'll read what it came from. Uh, this subsequent stanza is specifically addressing adult males who are more consumed with their affinity this for gaudy accentuations and footwear. More concerned about this. The, the second verse is yeah. dedicated to the man more concerned with his rims and his tims than his women okay yeah. so that's from uh, that's from Lauren Hill do up that thing yeah. there you go see Jay you're, you're back I feel like we're I'm all back at it I'm back at it I'm back at it so okay, the ones that you posted on Facebook super easy those are super easy damn I know actually they wasn't I looked at them shits all day <laughs> nah, I was I like wait a minute I got all four of them instantly it was like frozen water frozen water infant child I, I <laughs> I read that to John Jam. He's like, yo, Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> super easy. You said it mad easy. fast. I was like, fuck you. All right, this, ice Ice Baby. I feel like this one's easy, though. But um, I'm not declaring that her interests are purely in acquiring wealth. However, it is unlikely that she would associate herself with men of meager earnings. Oh, uh, of course. You know what that is. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. All right, so that's, I'm not declaring that her interests are purely in acquiring wealth. However, it is unlikely that she would associate herself with yes. men of meager earnings. Yeah, Marky Mark? Marky Mark and Friend Monkey Mark? We already answered this. True. We oh, already answered. He's a gold digger. You missed that one? Well, Tom Creed. Farside. All right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. All right. Old English rap lyrics. This is somebody in this room's favorite rapper. Here we go. Generic lyrics should be indefinitely confined. Amidst ever-present mediocrity, my raps have remained engulfed in flame. Need more? Okay. Furthermore. 
got more. <laughs> yes. Yo. Yo. I got more. I got a little more. I got two more bars from. Wait, more. Furthermore, <laughs> I'm astounded that you declare yourself to be hypermasculine when you've been observed engaging in bisexual activity. What? <laughs> and this is somebody in this room's favorite rapper. Ready? Generic lyrics should be indefinitely confined. Amidst ever-present mediocrity, my raps have remained engulfed in flame. Furthermore, I am astounded that you declare yourself to be hypermasculine when you've been observed engaging in bisexual activity. I know who that is. I just don't know what it is. Sounds what like is it? Who is it? Farrell Mosh. Yes, it is. That's Farrell Mosh. Oh. I'm just trying to figure. How do you out know that's Farrell Mosh, but not who would not the lyrics? Because <laughs> you said favorite rapper. Yeah. So well, that's that was both that was me and Nate's favorite rappers. Okay, that okay. was the main clue. Well, true, not not well, Mosh. Mine. Your favorite rapper is Farrell Mosh. One of my favorite rappers. Right. That's my number two on my top five. Okay, okay. All or right. Top ten. Or the lyric is. Wait, wait. No, do it in no old English dialogue. again. Yo, you want me to do? You want me to do an old English again? And you yeah, can yeah, get the lyrics. Yeah, okay, because yeah, yeah. this is Barrel Mush now. Okay, generic lyrics should be indefinitely confined. Amidst ever-present mediocrity, my raps have remained engulfed in flame. Furthermore, I am astounded that you declare yourself to be hypermasculine when you've been observed engaging in bisexual activity. True. <laughs> nah, man. Very contagious rap should be trapped ah. in cages through stages of whackness. Barrels raps ablaze, and it amazes oh. me that you claim thug, but go two ways without style tell pages. Oh, okay. oh no. Okay. That's okay. yeah. That's from Ono. That's Barrel yeah. Monch from Ono. Very contagious yeah. rap should be trapped in cages. Generic lyrics should be indefinitely confined. That was hard. Wow. Tell Tam, tell Tam <laughs> she didn't get that one. But you got yeah. that. But you knew who it was. I feel like you should have gotten that. <laughs> you just, I, that was a little bit difficult. Okay, here we go. This one. This one's for all y'all. All right, come on. I oversee festivities that stimulate the human anatomy. <laughs> you oversee festivities that stimulate the human anatomy. Do it one more time. I oversee festivities that stimulate the human anatomy. You oversee festivities that stimulate the human anatomy. Stimulate. Oh, I know. What? Um, it's not big. That's that girl. Fuck up your life. I like the party that MC uh, Light. I rock the party that rocks your body. <laughs> you rock the party that rocks your body. Yes, that's MC Light. Cold yeah. Rock the Party Remix. Uh, okay, okay. There you go. You there got you go. one more? Okay. Yeah, I got one more. All right, one more. What one am more. I? And this is probably my favorite one. Um, the boroughs of New York will always have a special place in my bosom, yet I remain respectful to those hailing from other regions. I hope to expel my last breath amidst the blistering tumult from which I learned to provide for myself <laughs> quite handsomely. <laughs> quite handsomely. Uh, oh, again, again, again. The boroughs of New York will always have a special place in my bosom, yet I remain respectful to those hailing from other regions. I hope to expel my last breath amidst the blistering tumult from which I learned to provide for myself Yo, quite these handsomely. Are hard. The boroughs of New York. The boroughs of New York will always have a special in place in my bosom. Well, that's that 50. That's that 50 beat right there. No, no. Not yes. not the old English, the, the beat in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just, let's break it down. Just do the first part. All right. The boroughs of New York will always have a special place in my bosom. I don't know. Got New York in my heart. Was it? Hey, okay. New York from the heart. But got, got love for all. Line dying in the fire while well, learn the ball. ball. See? Yeah. That's there we go. There we go. See, there you we just got to break it down. Nice you just got to do it slowly. <laughs> and just for that, I got Peter one. Guns? Yes, yeah, yeah, Peter yeah, Guns yeah. from me. Deja Vu. And just yeah. for that, I do have one more, okay? Shout this, out to this, is, this is officially the last one, okay? love that song. This is officially the last one. Uh, is it your intention to celebrate in my presence? Well, you must first demonstrate that you intend to bestow upon me what you would intend to bestow upon me. And everyone must place their outstretched hands directly in my line of sight. 
Yeah. Oh, Say it again, right. Put your hands where your eyes, <laughs> where my eyes can see. Okay, so this Basta, is. Bas. Is it, your, is it your intention to celebrate in my presence? Ah, uh, if you really want to party, party with me. <laughs> if you. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. And th- that concludes old English rap lyrics. <laughs> yeah, hold up, hold up. Hold you up. Gotta hit that was game. awesome. I got to get that. Yo, oh, oh, crap. Yo, my. my. Dr- I feel like you guys did way better this time, actually. Because last time it. Twitter was. We don't hear shit, Nate. Yeah, it's all messed You're fired. Up. My bad. I am. Last I time Twitter be. was doing all the work. Yeah, they were. You guys did well this time. Thank you. Thank we did. I did well. I do well. You're all right. Time. I feel like I feel like Twitter was crushing it last time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's just get back into a block of music. We're gonna come back. Uh, we have a few more things to do. We're gonna talk about the uh, the thought experiment, the Splunk, Splunky and Explorers. Uh, we're gonna have a little more from Angelica Clark as we talk about uh, youth offenders and uh, alternative types of intervention. And uh, and then I want the DJs to just tell me what the fuck a DJ is because I just lost track. There's all right, like, let's go. There's like EMD, EDM, and then now there's like <laughs> the iPod DJs, and then there's people who scratch and people. Like DJ Khaled Who just yell a lot I, I want you to break you it down You know what me. Let me tell you something The reason you brought up This topic Is because I crushed it DJing Ooh. Saturday <laughs> When Nate was DJing That's the Nate only was, reason Nate was supposed to be DJing at Benson's party Shout out to Benson <laughs> And uh, Nate just sat down And True True rocked The party for, for like an hour and a half J-B Oh sorry JB rocked For like an hour and a half And uh Sorry <laughs> So JB just goes up To the turntable I didn't even know JB could DJ And uh He's like He's, he's just rocking the party While True was just sitting or, I'm no, sorry, Nate. Nate. <laughs> sorry, this is why I want the DJs to talk about. <laughs> sorry, true uh, not there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Nate was just like getting paid, I guess. And, and yeah, and I fucking <laughs> did JV, all the work. JV did all the work. <laughs> Yo, nobody got paid for that party. So that partly. Oh, <laughs> so that, we got free beer. I got. So free that partly beer. inspired that. We're gonna talk about that when we come back. Hit us up at Beach Shot Radio. We got more. Um, and if you're playing bingo, you can get that at BeachShotRadio.com. Keep it locked. <laughs> All across the world, beat boys and girls moving and grooving to the soul shock and beat. All across the world, beat boys and girls moving it. I like the way you move. All together. I like the way you move. Period. Baby. <laughs> I just wanna dance with you. Come on, come on. I just wanna hold you close. Come on, come on. Take you in my arms. Come on, come on. Let me rock you to the beat. Rocking it, shocking it, yes we are. Sounds so sweet and mellow. Moving in, grooving in, yes we are. I wanna rock you to the beat. Drums alive, we rock it. Feel the bass inside your waist. Drums are dance, we rockin' it. Feel the bass inside your soul. Rockin' it, shockin' it, yes, we rock to front and belly to belly. Come on, me and you got to dance together. Front to front and belly to belly. Come on, me and you must dance together. Step front, front, back, side to side. Step front, front, back, side to side. Step front, front, back, side to side. Back side side, back side side. Step open up, back side side. Oh, darling, I just like to groove with you. Come on, come on. I 
I like it when you whisper in my ear. Nobody, 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 but you. You're making me keep time. One, two, three, four. Darling, you look so fine. You do, you do. Smelling like Tunisian myrrh. Ooh, ah. You're making me feel high. So high, so high, so high, so high. I just got to groove with you. Come on, come on. I just got to dance with you, baby. Come on, come on. You ain't got to say a thing. I already know how you came. I just got to dance with you, baby. You just got to dance with me. You ain't got to say one thing.
Lounging at the mind, sway cool, rap on thick of a dentist. is made of garlic, never in the target when the knocks hit. Rumor is you might start to spit. Your nice lord, sweet daddy, great swing, lifted on the dance floor. Make oaks free, followed by lords. Dunkin' high monument cakes, be never half baked. Alaskan, sescapade, pussy, new court dates, trauma. Hands is like candy canes, lay my balls on ice. The branches in my weed be the vein. Swimsuit issue, dark scent, truly from the heart, boy, I miss you. See, daddy, rock a bristle. Modern and slave guard, graveyard spells, fog your goggles, laying like needles in the hospital. Five steps to conquer, axe Bernadette, baguette, squishle, zip lock the airhead, thistle. All my real bitches, take your drawers off. So all my high niggas, snatch your skirt off. Just in case she wanna play, get up in that bitch face and tell her, go set, take your clothes off. And hey, you're the devil planted fear inside the black babies. 50 cent sodas in the hood, they gon' crazy. Dead meat placed in the shells, we eat coke, cause fast from the Hard y'all to grow up. Hey, yo, crash through breaks of glass. Tony with the goalie mask. That's the past. Heavy ice rolling, laying on the dash. Love the grass. Cauliflower hurting when I dump the trash. Sour mask, surging every glass. Up at the Wally bag. Sun splash. Or the grab blessing with your name slash. Backdraft. Four pounds screaming with the pearly ass. Children fix the contrast. Add the sound clashes. Mrs. Dad sprinkle with an icicle eyelash. Ask Kappa Pendergrass for backstage passes. Special guests. No more Johnny Blade. Johnny Mathers. Acrobat run up on that Love Jones actress Distract the cat while I'm high sugar Get a crack at this Thicker than Oprah Jump rope David Dinkins Watch the black mayor DC Hit the mocha tangerine sofa Two super soakers in the rover Hit the sports bar Tell a young lady to bend over Meditating yoga Paddle ball dancing with the vulture Cast the Troy laying for Travolta Yo, squish the lingo 5970 Garglow 715 4 Be Evan Yo, the devil planted fear Inside the black babies 50 cent sodas in the hood They gon' Dead meat placed in the cell, we eat coke Fast from the hog, y'all, and grow up And yo, Wu-Tang Clan, TMF in the motherfucking joint We all connect that Straight up and down, y'all I mean, girls, you got fucked, yo Sit back, walk, can't let go Stay with Tampa How many nuts you might bust? Straight up and down Take a drop, a nigga, yo How many shots? How many shots? Yeah, now we are back. Welcome to Beach High Radio. Yeah, let me give some shout outs, man. Mad people checking in. What up? We appreciate the check ins. This episode, by the way, is brought to you by the Kraken. Is the it? Kraken uh, Rum. It's, it? wait, oh, oh, sh- wait, it's wait. always brought to you by oh, the Kraken Rum. This Don't episode and every episode from here on out. <laughs> Don't mess that up. Bingo! <laughs> but anyway, shouts to uh, Sarah Poller. Podber. Well, what? You say that right? Podber. Yeah, oh, Podber. I'm sorry. Podber. Kathy Wooten. Lobo. DJ Lobo. Kathy, Lobo. Who can't sorry. be here today because uh, he can't be here today. Uh, shout out to Laura Weimer. Shout out to Kiki. Shout out to Matt Murray. Mari. 
the Don Fonz, DJ Italy, Scout Shante, DJ Lady L, and Amani on the check-in, as well as Ali James. And I like that new name, Viva La Coca, Raven Samong. Oh, wait, where are you from? What? Where are you from, Raven? It's Kiki's handle on Twitter is Raven, but like raving mad, like a stock Raven. Stark Raven. Oh. Stark Raven. Stark Raven. Yeah. Soul Fire Farmers on the check-in. Hey, Holly Fresh hey. just, just followed us. Uh, true Mastaquila. That's True Master. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, let me kill. see. Let me see. Let me see. Who else? Who else is on the check-in? I don't see nobody else on the check-in. That's his on the check-in. That's right. it. And, and Rob Eaton. Rob Eaton. Nice. All right. So we got a lot of people on the check-in. Uh, a lot of people playing uh, Beat Shot Bingo. This is our first week doing it. Uh, we got the bingo cards up at BeatShotRadio.com if you want to play. That's crazy. Um, we're going to pick somebody. I, I know a few people have already gotten bingo. They're tweeting us the, the pictures. We're going to pick somebody to get uh, two free tickets to Harlem Nights, which is at the Albany Barn. It's July 31st, and it's going to be uh, a night of drinking and Harlem-themed, uh, like Harlem Renaissance games and speakeasy type stuff. They're gonna and you got to dress. Dominoes. You got to dress up, too. You gotta wear your, your best zoot suit. They say they shit. encourage, yeah, they encourage people to dress in that themed attire. So yeah, so that's that's how like True and PJ Cats dress regularly. I guess <laughs> that's what they're going for. The 1920s. So uh, shout out to everyone on the check in. Matt uh, Murray said he won bingo two more times. Like I don't think that's he's playing like all four cards. He's like the old ladies that that got four cards at all the stamp. <laughs> oh, wait, there's different cards. Yeah, there's different. There's cards. four different cards. Yeah, right. There's four different cards. <laughs> Angelica only. Yeah, they, they, they all have the same thing, but they're just shuffled up so that people don't get bingo you know, at the I, same. I, oh. I know how bingo works. <laughs> okay, sorry. I had, a, I, had, I had to Google it today. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So, in in the United States, cannibalism is illegal. In Britain, it's not. And this is because of something that happened in the British Navy many years ago. There were uh, several sailors that were on a boat. The boat got stranded out to sea. One of the guys on the, on the in the Navy got sick, and everyone on the boat decided to eat him. And when they came back, when they came back to shore, they tried the guys, and they determined that what uh, they weren't guilty of anything because they did, it for, survival. Right, they did um, it for survival. But, so if you kill somebody uh, who's like. If fine in, in England you can charge with murder and if you eat them you don't get charged with cannibalism here I guess cannibalism but what is if like, he died already and, and if he died it's it's fine uh, even here uh, if somebody's dead already you you wouldn't get charged with cannibalism but if you so kill if someone I eat, so if then, I eat someone so to like there's a separate I eat, charge I'm doing a sexual innuendo so innuendo <laughs> so somebody can win bingo so if I eat you Tanisha oh my god alright wow. forget it wow. dad, hashtag dad, dad jokes F- hashtag dad jokes cut us off anyway yeah. so anyway. I thought that was interesting just how uh, the different the different countries handle cannibalism, and like here, if you kill someone and eat them, you get charged with you know that the murder plus plus the cannibalism. But um, th- 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 that incident uh, that happened in the British Navy uh, spurned this thought experiment, which is a psychological thought experiment called the case of the Spelunkian explorers. And I want to just do this uh, real quickly and just kind of get your, your your guys' answers on how you would handle this situation. In this case, and this is hypothetical, um, the case involves five explorers who were uh, in a ca- cave caved in following a landslide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they learned through radio contact that without food, they're going to starve before they can get rescued. Basically, it'll take two weeks to rescue them because they're way down under and they're going to die within a week. Uh, they decide that someone should be killed and eaten so that the others can live. Uh, so there's five explorers trapped underground. They all decide that someone should be eaten so they can live, um, but they're going to roll dice to see who, who gets killed. Um, so they do it. Uh, they roll the dice. They kill somebody. And after the four survivors are rescued, they're, they're charged and found guilty of murder of the fifth dude. Um, 
if their appeal to the Supreme Court uh, in their appeal to the Supreme Court they they face a mandatory death sentence. Um, so wow. is this a real story? No, this is a hypothetical, hypothetical based on that real story. Oh, so they they appeal to the Supreme Court in yeah. a hypothetical situation. So, <laughs> although the wording of the statute is clear and unambiguous, there is intense public pressure for the men to avoid facing the death penalty. And basically, in this instance, you're the judge in this psychological experiment. You're the judge, and these are your choices of what you can do. You can completely set aside the convictions, even though that they have clearly committed uh, a murder. Um, you can affirm the convictions and recommend clemency, and in this case, the, the people would be convicted of the crime, but you'd, you'd uh, encourage the uh, executive branch of government to exonerate them. let them go, yeah. Uh, yeah, to, to, to pretty much say they've been convicted, but we're going to let you go because of extenuating circumstances. Um, you can make no decision, just say that you're, you're going to pass this one out and let the other judges handle it. Normally, uh, what's that called? With, uh, withdraw from the case. Just say that you, you can't make a decision. Um, or you can, uh, let's see, did I say affirm the conviction already? Oh, or you, you can just, or you can just affirm the whole thing with no clemency, and you just fuck it. You're going to, you're getting the death penalty. That's it. So if this were you, they've clearly committed a crime. That other dude wasn't sick, but they decided on it, and they rolled the dice. The guy lost. They murdered him, ate him, and um, what, what would you do in a situation if you were that judge? Like, would you uphold the law knowing that they clearly broke it, or would you just recuse yourself and say, I'm not, I'm not speaking on this? What mm. uh, we can go around and do this, I guess. Let's start with Angelica because she seems like she. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, By the way, if you answer wrong, it, it means you're a pervert. Like there's, there's yo, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Um, yo, I don't know. I mean, they all agreed to it, right? I feel like they should just be able to. I mean, as long as it, it's not clear that the guy's like body is like mangled because he fought back. Cause he, wait, he even if you agree to it, it, I'm still fighting back if I lose the dice. <laughs> No, but I mean, I'm still if you, fighting. If you just decide, oh, it's like you draw on straws for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, somebody has to go outside so we can all run away. And <laughs> Listen, you're that one. You know, me. maybe you might have to go. Trust I don't me, know. I mean, if, me. if he agreed, I think I think it, they should be me. able to just, you know, basically they should get mandatory therapy because that they definitely go okay. after therapy. that. Oh, no. I don't mean to cut you off. It's the white devil. But you do, though. It's the white devil. I don't mean to cut you off. I have a lot of respect for you. Hashtag white devil's ass. I have a couple questions about this scenario. Do you think that the men... Before, by the way, I am going to pass judgment on the men, ultimately. Okay. So, let me ask you this question. Do you think that these men... What kind of people do you think they are? Do you think I don't know what you're about What kind of... They're doctors. They're spelunkers. Okay. Black? They have an expensive Are you trying to figure out what race they are? No, of course not. I was just going to ask if you thought they'd be more like to play golf or basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. That's a valid question. I could see. I could see a judge asking that before. <laughs> no, 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 really, really guys. Do you, you think, think they'd, they'd be more likely to eat uh, chicken or hummus? Like, what would they live in Clifton Park? 
Let's put it this way. They're spelunking. That should yeah, tell you exactly. everything you need yes. to know. They know what that word means. Oh, they're voluntarily going into a cave. In other words, they don't free. They don't live in Arbor Hill. Okay, they get all free then. Okay. I think they're probably good guys. They just, you know, they just were hungry. They didn't resist arrest. They were very polite to the officers. They had four headlamps. <laughs> but only three of them came thank, out. Thank hey you, guys. White Devil's Advocate. Hey, what are you talking about? You white it out. You white oh, it out for a second. That out. always happens. Just for a moment. <laughs> Damn. What do you think of True? True, True, what would you do in this instance? So, I'm the judge? Yeah, you're the judge. I would have oh, to boy. let them go. You let him um, go. Yeah, I'd probably lose my. I'd be like this bar or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, yeah. they killed a perfectly go. fine dude. Uh, uh, and <laughs> in order to survive, so yeah. what I'm going to do now is I'm going to kill five men who <laughs> kill five who, people. Who just killed someone at that person's like, like Dexter that, that agreed that they agreed. Okay, everyone agreed. Black lives, motherfucker. Yeah. So now I'm going to kill these five men. You don't want to do for it, yeah. living. It, nah, it sounds weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, weird. That. All right, JB, did you already? They're, 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 everybody's going to be exonerated. Everyone's off. judge. Okay. Like, you know, like like Angelica said, I would recommend some type of counseling. Because okay. you know they're going to be fucked up in the head. Yeah. After yeah. after they've killed someone yeah, and right. ate them. Yeah. And, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. They're going to be fucked up in the head. I think this speaks to a big... I eat cow, and I'm <laughs> fucked up in the head off of that. From cow? That's what you think it is? Yeah. It's not the drugs? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No <laughs> I think this speaks to something interesting, though, because all this is, although this is a really extreme situation, there's all this nuance in it these circumstances that are really like extenuating with almost every case that happens like nothing's always clear cut and dry and it's like if somebody commits a crime and uh, and then someone else commits the same crime but then you realize that this one person has uh, incredible circumstances where they were either born into extreme abuse or they're uh, you know they're an abusive uh, uh, family or they're in destitute poverty or they're desperate or if, you, if you rob a store to feed your kids versus if you rob a store just because you want to buy you know rims for your car I mean th- these things don't really come into play in uh, in a court of law you know, in the United States, in the Western world. So you saying I can't shoot you and take your car? If I, I wanted a car, I'm saying you could. If you could reach the pedals, I think that you could do oh, that. Fuck Damn. you! Oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Holy shit! Fuck you! You started that one. I don't even feel bad. I don't even feel bad. <laughs> But uh, no, it's interesting because I think that there are these uh, circumstances where we're, we're always like, oh, he did it, he committed the crime, that's it, guilty, and we treat him like a criminal. It's, right. It kind of goes back to your picture thing. Oh, someone potentially stole a purse. So I don't care if you're 11, you're in handcuffs now, and you're going, you know. So um, I think w- we need more nuance and more uh, objectivity in uh, the court system. Unfortunately, though, if that were to be introduced, I feel like it would just go the other way, and it would just be people being, you know, even harder on people that they can't relate to. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough uh, circumstance to be in. Just like like you said, Nate, if they were, if those guys were black, it would probably change the whole outcome. Nate, of Nate didn't say exactly, that. Exactly, because you can't no, have Wait, what did I say? Oh, what did I say? Oh, no, forget it, Nate. You didn't say anything. Yeah, you, you that was white. That was white. go the other way. Exactly. There can't be objectivity because you're going to be bringing to the to the courtroom whatever feelings you have about that kind of person who's there. Right. Right. Yeah. So so that's tough. So that but then and then you end up with the circumstance where you're treating where you should be treating everyone fairly, but you're still bringing that objectivity because that's that's already you know being injected because when you look at sentences for. Uh, identical crimes even and people who have similar uh, arrest records uh, usually people of color are getting more longer sentences and the book thrown at them sooner and you know sometime. it's like that's sometimes no, sometime. the major- I mean no, 
awesome the majority time. of the time. So you know. Albany, for instance. Yeah, right. Seventy <laughs> percent of convictions nah, nah, in Albany not, are black I'm and Latino. Saying, like, yeah. I've seen some things happen, and I've been witness to some some crimes myself. Uh, and yeah, anecdotally, you know. that I'm sure that happens. But f- by and large, uh, if you're a person of color and you commit a crime, and and if you're white, you commit a crime, and you have you come from a good home and have a lawyer and stuff, you're usually not going to be have the book thrown at you. What happened to Marquise Dixon? If he were right. a white kid from uh, you know an affluent mechanic, family, he mechanic, wouldn't have though. he wouldn't have gotten nine years for stealing a pair of sneakers. You know. They, right. What I microphone? I can't microphone. even hear what was microphone. Just said. Microphone. Yep. Oh, he wouldn't have. He didn't have to be affluent. He could. He would have just been taken home. Oh, punk kid, messed up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. To his parents, or you know, some. He would have got a slap on the wrist. Not nine years. Not charged as an adult. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we we wind up being the thugs, but. Uh, you know, other people are not thugs, and this kind of goes. Right. This guy was. Oh, he was just fooling around. You know, he, what, do you, what do you mean by other people? What do you mean by other people? White devil's advocate, cut it out. <laughs> but, uh, it's too real right now. Yeah, right. No, but, you're right but, but you're right. The second you you do allow any uh, nuance or objectivity, it's like it's always going to go the other way. It's it's just going to become more severe, I think, and and as bias uh, comes into play. But it's interesting with with cases like this and even this uh, experiment, how extenuating circumstances probably should come into play. But we are just horrible horrible species, and we can't. It's like we can't handle that power of saying, oh, like okay, this kid fucked up, but look at his situation. Look where he's coming from. He probably needs he needs help more than he needs to be incarcerated. Uh, this kind of goes into our next segment, Pleading Infantity, and we're going to talk about um, children being charged, sentenced, and convicted uh, as adults, even for committing serious crimes. Um, and I'm and, going to end that segment on a high note. Okay. Uh, and uh, other types of intervention. Uh, now, I know, Angelica, this is something that you, you just really like near and dear to your heart. Um, wh- and you actually have like a list of things I've heard you <laughs> recite that uh, yeah, should she be... Yeah, she read a book Like alternatives them, to... Uh, volcanoes. To I've never read any books about this. <laughs> Topic. <laughs> so, uh, so what? What are your Come thoughts? Come on, what the volcano thing on? was legitimate. Okay, go. <laughs> what, what are what your thoughts you on, like, uh, on like okay, youth offenders okay. being charged as adults, even for serious crimes? And like, what, you know, what are some alternatives that you you would uh, propose to people who say, "Who cares if you're eight and you kill someone, you get the death penalty?" You know, like, what what are some alternatives that, that uh, we're not really thinking about in this uh, state? Well, I mean, New York is is one of two states that um, thinks it's still appropriate to charge children as adults yep. automatically. Um, and so think about we're we're comparing this to like Kansas, what's, what's Oklahoma, uh, North Carolina oh, wow. is the other state. Um, and I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we know what goes on down there. I can't believe you um, said North Carolina. This right? is great. That's where my segue yeah, goes. That's awesome. where my segue goes. That's awesome. Oh, um, oh good, because I thought it was something else. So I'm not. And now I will right. be stealing it. Um, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that this is we're in one of the only states that still thinks this is appropriate to do automatically, um, even though we know you know. Sort of, I, I don't even feel the need to like sort of look into these other things, but like we know about brain development, it's like your brain is not even fully developed in terms of your ability to make decisions until you're 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, to say that you can take full responsibility for something that you did as a child, unless you're like a sociopath, yeah. um, is really not true. Like you, you technically didn't really, you didn't have the capacity to fully understand, um, you know, what the the potential like outcomes of what you were doing might might have. I mean, and there are a ton of ways that you can like treat kids with respect to help them figure out 
that the thing that they did was like unacceptable and that maybe you don't want them to repeat that behavior and you want them to change the behavior like that's possible to do in a restorative way mm-hmm. you don't have to do it by you know putting them in a cage um, you know indefinitely or you don't have to do it by you know putting them in a in a small you know sort of confined unit like with the Khalif Browder situation where you know they're gonna they're not a member of a gang you know they're gonna be impacted by the gangs that do exist there um, you know like there, there are so many ways that you can treat kids with respect and, and, and humanize them and actually help them understand why the thing that they did you know maybe they shouldn't repeat um, without you know without punishing them I think it's hard for people partially. to wrap their head around it when it's a, when it's a, hor- a horrific crime so if you have a 14 year old who rapes and murders somebody and there's an incident mm-hmm. of this recently it's hard for somebody to rationalize why this person who's 14 and for all intents and purposes to them they look you know mature or whatever whatever that means and um, to say mm-hmm. okay well we just need to teach this you know help this person and to, well, like, what do you say to that when it, no matter the crime you think if somebody's that young they uh, they really should just be, rehabilitation should be more the f- well it focus. would depend like you would have to assess like whether that person has the ability to feel empathy like I said like with the, so the only thing that like restoration or restorative practices can't work on is a person who doesn't have the ability to feel empathy which is like not that many people yeah. um, but they do exist and they are they do exist as kids that's certainly true um, but that's not the case for the majority of people and in those cases I mean it makes sense that those people have psychological issues that need to be tended to as well right sure but some of those people do like they would need to be separated from other people because they can't engage socially like that would be that's a very tiny like it's almost like I don't even want to say it because people will latch onto it as if it's true for a lot of other people but that's generally not the case when you look at these cases of child offenders uh, committing horrible crimes usually I would wager to guess that their home life is not ideal and that something that's what I want especially when you look at sexual abuse like I I would wager that they're also victims and it's hard for us to look at perpetrators as victims but we have this uh, kind of these cycles of uh, violence and sexual abuse that happen. So uh, in those instances, do abuse you, period, not just physical, sexual, you know, Mental, um, emotional. Yeah, right, in, yeah. in these instances, uh, uh, do you, do you, uh, I'll, I'll ask you first and then JB, do you, do you feel like that there should be that rehabilitation should happen in, if they can potentially show empathy, but if they're so um, abused and sheltered that they can't, you know, that that's why that's what led them to commit the crime. Uh, still rehabilitation over I incarceration. Think there are, there are like ways that people can be in rehabilitative spaces that exist not in the U.S. but in other countries. There are a lot of like if you think about some of the places that have the most um, sort of like boutique kind of prison system. Uh-huh. Think about somewhere like the Netherlands where they have like community therapy is available for every family if you want it. Like if you're if you have say your child is like always runs away or always does something you don't want them to do. Um, they have like a community space where you can go to to say like hey we need in depth therapy at home mm-hmm. and they will come to your home and if it's clear that like you as the parent or the guardian are in some way involved in what's making this happen they can remove the child and the child then gets to be a part of the conversation in a much deeper way and they get to say hey this isn't working for me for all these reasons or this person did this to me and this is part of why you know and and that's where I want to go with it because you know if you don't read if you you can rehabilitate the kid but if you put the kid back in those same circumstances he's going to commit the same acts or or he's going to just grow up and be really messed up or or not a, a productive member of society but you have to rehabilitate the kid you also have to figure out the extenuating circumstances and address those directly because whatever is affecting the kid that made the kid want to go out and rape someone or or kill someone or rob and steal those situations have to be addressed first there's also also benign neglect that means that we have children who are given something to eat a place to sleep their home life wouldn't be considered abusive and their life at school wouldn't be considered abusive they're not being bullied 
you know, but they're being neglected, but not kindly neglected in a kind way. We're neglecting mm-hmm. them. And um, they grow up and, you know, they're not sociopaths, but how, they haven't learned empathy for other people. What does that look like? They haven't learned respect for others. So, uh, so, so far, Farm does, uh, they have a method of re- rehabilitation um, where students have, excuse me, first time offenders, possibly second time offenders mm-hmm. who have to do community service. Oh, okay. Uh, as in, instead of going to McDonald's and mopping the floor, instead of going to the police station and cleaning cars and being around that men- that mentality of institutionalized, you know, you know, prisoner mentality and criminal mentality, they bring buses of students out to the farm. Okay. And the farm, and they they work the land. That's they dope. Plant, That's they great. Clean, yeah. You know, and uh-huh. it what, what and what happens when they do things like that is it gives you something to care about, and in turn, ultimately caring about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And. You know, these are the things that we're not talking about. We're not, we're not, you know, pushing those those types of agendas, and that's something that needs to be discussed. Absolutely. I, I just speaking of being discussed, I just got an angry tweet from somebody. Uh, they said, "Not true," and we're talking about uh, children being charged as adults. Not true. There's something called youthful offender ed- uh, uh, education. Wait, uh, yeah, adjudication in New York, where kids 19 uh, up to 19 can and often do get uh, youthful offender status, and their sentences uh, don't stay on their record. Um, I don't know. I feel like I was a 19 year old that was in a lot of trouble and so were a lot of my friends and that shit is on my record I don't know so I, yeah I mean uh, I don't I, I don't know enough about that I, but all I can say is from my own personal experience uh, all, all of my friends and we were unfortunately youthful, youthful offenders that, right. that shit is on our record we did not like even my first that offense doesn't go anywhere, my first bro. offense was like I you know I was on papers for like three years and it's still on my record to this day you know um, so if that it does happen I'm not saying it doesn't I still think it doesn't happen enough and I and I would assume it happens disproportionately to certain types of people who exactly. are, you know, the people that are, they can plead the case that they're, they're a good person. They're going to be a contributing member of society. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's. Yeah. And I would say that like a lot of these, people. a lot of these like more positive, um, you know, the more positive responses that we're talking about that actually try to take care of the, of the child who's involved are very resource heavy. And as much money as we spend in the United States on prisons, if we redirected that money Word. to things like Soul Fire Farm, or right. any urban farms in any sort of areas that aren't, you know, right here, you know, around our area, they could be directing people to things that do multiple, you know, they serve multiple purposes. Not only do they help that person rehabilitate, they also help to decolonize young people of color and to rebuild their relationship to their community or to the land, to as nature. happens to Soul right. Fire, to nature, mm-hmm. things that have been sort of like stolen, um, you know, in through sort of like people's association with like working the land with slavery and like all these right. different things that happen um, that people talk about, particularly the folks at Soul Fire Farm talk about that way as, as a way to decolonize as well, mm-hmm. um, which helps them to be much more, you know, sort of productive members of society. Like they're going to be serving each other much better than they would if they were just being sort of put in a cage and then perhaps let out at some point and then, you know, put into this gotcha. revolving like, door. Um, but again, that's a resource heavy thing. And that's something that we have to fight for is we have to fight for those resources yep. to be moved from prisons and juvenile facilities um, or probation programs to farms and community centers and all these other spaces yep. that could do a lot more. Um, uh, if you'd like a little more insight on this, I, I uh, encourage you to check out a documentary called Lost for Life. It's on Netflix. It's about youthful offenders who are in prison. It's not a perfect documentary. Uh, it, it, it focuses on five uh, youthful offenders who committed uh, heinous crimes in there. Uh, they were pretty much just thrown away into the prison systems. Uh, unfortunately, it, uh, it focuses on, on white kids, um, and they're like humanized in out, throughout the thing, which mm. is, I mean, 
problematic in itself. There's like one black dude that they talk about, and he's not even in jail. He just like committed a crime previously. But um, but anyway, it takes you on a journey, and it talks about four white kids who committed really fucked up crimes when they were young, uh, really young, twelve between twelve and like sixteen, and they were pretty much just given life in prison. And and uh, you can see the remorse in, in in them, and see how young and you know, like they, it shows the footage of them in the courtroom, and they're just like babies. You know, they're just like children, yeah. and they were fucked up. They all came from fucked up homes. They talk to the parents, and you're you know some of the interviews with the parents, you're like, holy shit, I'm ready to kill somebody, and I just watched this interview with the parents, like, mm-hmm. you can tell they were neglected and abused. Yeah. Uh, so if you get a chance, it's called Lost for Life. Um, there's even a, a shorter series of, of Lost for Life on YouTube, if you can't sit, sit through a whole two-hour documentary, but it's really good. It's on Netflix uh, and YouTube, Lost for Life. True, tell me about North Carolina. Alright, so uh, if anybody is interested, please check out June, financialjuneteeth.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, the story starts out with, uh, what do Mike Tyson, Michael Vick, Lenny Dykstra, Latrell Spiro, Lawrence Taylor, and Scotty Pippen all on all have in common they were all very rich extremely rich and um, ultimately went broke okay Um, a group of students at a Raleigh North Carolina high school decided that they were going to open up a bank in their school it's a great article please check it out basically what they did was the seniors opened up the bank in the school in conjunction with a Texas bank uh, which goes by the name of where is it where is it where is it I'm sorry um, First Bank of Texas. Yeah. Hmm. Second, sure. Second Bank of Texas. <laughs> Third? No. Okay. Third, no. Uh, Wood, uh, Wood Forest National Bank. Okay. So they worked with this uh, Raleigh-Durham school to open up a branch inside uh, the school. It's operated by the seniors of the school. Um, they teach financial literacy. They work in a the bank. There's a senior. Uh, she's actually a loan officer in, in the bank. Uh, the mayor of Raleigh-Durham, she actually made the first deposit to the bank of $500, you know, just to kind of get the bank up and roll, up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what they were talking about was that essentially all of the, 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 the athletes that come into, you know, out of high school and go right into the, right into the sports world or, right, or, right. or, profe- or, or music artists, you know, they end up going broke and spending their money and giving it all away to their friends and things of that nature because they don't have the competency. You know, when Shaquille O'Neal first came into the NBA, his father taught him strict discipline to the stepfather. point. Yeah, stepfather. to the point where he didn't spend any of his NBA checks. He only spent his endorsement checks mm-hmm. and, he, and he stashed all of his, his bank checks. So um, I thought that that was a really cool, um, you know, super positive initiative that these students took at this school. And um, start a bank. That's hardcore. Yeah. 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 I mean, of course, they That's worked with good, a real man. bank, in a, but they run it. The students That's so run dope, it. Man. You know how, like, when you when you're a senior, you've got like all this like elective time, whereas opposed to being a freshman, yeah, you have to take right. classes all the time. Right. Well, these seniors, they take their elective time and they to go, run the bank. Yeah, if you want to go into accounting, if you want to go into business management, so if you want to go into sports, mon- you know, money management or whatever, this is actually an opportunity for you to get credits. Dope. So, um, that, I thought that was a cool little positive spin. What's with this good news? Yeah, you know, we like to talk is. about bad news here. Uh-huh. I I know. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I love good news. Now let's talk about dead puppies. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> under under steamrollers. <laughs> we're, we're gonna do well. uh, we're gonna do one last segment. This is yours, uh, Nate and uh, True, and now JB, who's officially a DJ. Uh, I, just need, <laughs> I just need a little shout help. out the hiker size on the check-in guy. Oh, that's what I do. I met up at the party. Yeah. Um, Big up Pierre. What, what's yeah. a DJ like? Uh, between from Jazzy Jeff, DJ Khaled, Skrillex, uh, from Lobo, who's like a radio person. Like everybody has this DJ a moniker, and I like I'm totally confused now. I really don't know what like do. do are there different sections or factions? Who's considered yeah. DJ? Do people that do scratching look down at people who are just radio personalities? Do party oh, DJs yeah. look down at <laughs> like party DJs? I think are really like powerful what they do, but if they don't do any scratching, do they not count? T- break it down for me. Khaled, you, you looking at me? Cluminati, tell me what did they do? Truminati, Truminati. Right. When they yell on the record, all right, all right. Uh, listen, well, in my opinion, anybody that plays music in some form or fashion for other people would be considered a DJ. So the real question is, what is a good DJ versus what is a bad DJ? Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's. It, it's all about you know what you perceive as a good DJ. When you go to a, when you go to a venue, and you have a good time, is that a good DJ? You know what that's I mean? That's an excellent DJ. But what and about and, people that don't do and, venue? And that's my thing. If you if if I'm okay. going to a party, man, and, and Flex is at the tunnel. Shout out to Flex, and and he's killing it, and I'm having a good time, and and he's throwing them, dropping them bombs, and nobody's getting robbed that night. It's crazy. <laughs> is that on the DJ too? Who gets robbed? <laughs> Sometimes it, it's crazy. That means I had a good time, and that DJ did his thing. So I look at that DJ as a consumer. Right. As a consumer, I look at that DJ as he did his thing. That's a fucking fire. DJ I'm gonna follow him That's what made me I mean I was always Already True Master's friend But that's what made me Go to every fucking True Master event Like he was killing it Mm -hmm. I think I think it's Uh a, a, a good a really good DJ is somebody who's versatile mm-hmm. you know like I've done the EDM thing right and yeah. can you yell your name on a mixtape no, <laughs> no. you're and not versatile certain, and there are certain things that I don't do like I'm right. not really a big microphone person uh, yeah we tried not, that at the biz uh, birthday mix, party I'm not a mixtape DJ okay. I don't uh, but I'm one of those people where if you catch me at my event that's where you're gonna catch me that's it I don't I don't do recordings I don't do mixes I don't do that that's just where I, I'm. I'm happier. I'm Check more out DJ True Master on uh, Beach Out Radio every Tuesday night. At night. <laughs> yeah, <here I> <laughs> just plugged us on our show. Yes, yes, yes. So um, you know, and then there's other DJs that produce. You know, they they you produce their own music. They, you they produce? are playing their own music. I'm not. Oh, okay. You know, there's uh, you know Steve Aoki. People crap oh, yeah. on him all the time. But David, seventy five percent or Guetta, David Guetta, all those guys. Seventy five percent of the tracks that they're playing are stuff that. They made okay. That's a talent in itself And I'm not gonna knock it You know what I'm saying It's just not what I do DJ Khaled I just Cause he's like a big name In DJing does We right. the best what is, Does he do anything Like no he That's produces my music. question What does he do He produces music does, that's So it. he produces those tracks I would call he him produces. a producer produce. No he's he a producer it. In that Not that he's making the beats He's a producer In that he's pulling the artists right. Together he the song He's more together. of a manager yeah, why A&R An overseer I feel like calling him a DJ Is a huge stretch I, he, I don't It is it. You know why he's called DJ Khaled because he was on the radio, right? Is right. that the case? So, right. so Okay, so Lo-Fi Lobo on the radio. He's got the DJ moniker. Yep. So so radio personalities just goes exactly. into that too. Well, listen, listen, listen. Shots fired this is at all, Lobo. Here we go. No, I'm not firing shots at Lobo. I'm actually going to... I'm actually <laughs> there are DJs that select music to play and play it. There are there are DJs that sit there while a pre-selected mix 
from freaking headquarters right. in Arkansas plays right. behind them, and they simply do voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Right? Why does he got to be Arkansas? They do though? voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, but that same DJ but, on a Friday night will go to a club and tear it up. Right, and I'm not talking about those people because- Not you, all the you, time. Well, you're talking about, look- Wait a minute, because ta- like Big Ray, we've we've known Big Ray right. for years. I went to school with Big Ray. Right. He He's DJ Big Ray. He doesn't play any fucking records. He, I would call he's a Big radio Ray personality. He goes to the club yeah. and he tears the club up only because he's shouting on the right. And whereas, so he's an MC. He, that's it. He's an MC. Whereas I would call DJ Show or DJ TJIF DJs. Those yeah. guys they are do DJs. Both. They, he does yeah. the program yeah. list. Oh yeah. Oh, and then yeah. he crushes at a party and yep. he play the old school. Yep. No, but they're no, not but good. They're not good performance DJs. And I know from experience, those guys when they get a, like they're better at rocking a party or doing a playlist because they're not really into the whole stage presence, scratching, uh, working with the artist that's showing. Show very much show, is okay, show, show you know, is and, and TGIF. I'd lo- I, I I we're gonna get him. I, I love show, that show dude. Convention, right? I just yeah, haven't seen him. I have just haven't seen he him. He also in did that Sunday respect, scratch you know? session. And yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, I remember yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. show, show, show kills it. But DJ remember, show. <laughs> Thank you, JB. Money talks. Hashtag dad jokes. But remember the guy on the radio from like ten to twelve in the morning. They're they're not necessarily DJ. They're just letting the computer do what it's doing in the background, and they're talking when the computer tells them it's time to talk. Right. You know, so I don't I don't consider that a DJ, and I don't consider a DJ the lady that's in a bikini standing behind a set of turntables pretending to scratch while a pre-recorded mix plays in the background. They do that. That's not a oh, mix. Yes. That's not Hell a DJ yeah. either. That's Paris a dancer. Hilton. That that's awesome. a dancer. Well, I'm not even talking about Paris Hilton. This is actually this is actually something that got uh, me heated. I don't even know why you even mentioned that name. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but well, bad. at least Paris Hilton, maybe she's trying to play music. Now, that's the difference between a good DJ and a bad DJ, right? Yeah. So what else That's would she just a learning curve. What else would she be playing? Like, Nothing. I mean, sit down. And But then you could argue that someone like David Guetta has got caught out there a, a few times not real, you know, just playing something in the background. The exactly. Pretty much. Just faking it, you know. Fingers sinking. Well, so, yeah, Dead Mouse did that at like the awards. I was about awards. to say Dead Mouse did it. Yeah, oh, yeah he did it at the awards. Yeah. And that gets no respect. Shit. I so, feel like you guys not have, for me. I feel like you guys have confused this even more for me. But thank you for that. Do you have any other specific at- questions? <laughs> that you'd like us to answer? Did we clarify everything for you? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That that, that thanks clears things nothing. up well. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> so, I just saw the Gunman last night with Sean Penn. It was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, check dope. it out. Segway. All right. Yeah. All right. So cool. I guess that concludes this episode. This is gonna be on our podcast uh, last week we asked everyone to go like our podcast and a few people actually did so that's cool and that Yay. happened so if you're not subscribed go subscribe iTunes you can listen on Android if you get the Beyond Pod app or really any uh, podcast playing tune app in. Um, subscribe tune in Radionomy yeah Radionomy but the podcast is uh, you know all the recorded episodes we're putting up and um, we've got a really good response from that so tell other people to check it out if you got two hours to kill it's probably something you might want to check out uh, shout out to everybody that came tonight Angelica Clark I really appreciate you being here you're the bomb. Be here. You're amplifying yes, voices yes. and you're doing what you do. You do so much good work in the community. I think a lot of people look up to you and you're really humble oh, about it, wow. but you should know that because a lot of times some shit happens. Like people will get killed and I'll be like, how does Angelica feel about this? Because I, I need someone else to feel fucked up about this, you know? And people look to you for that. So uh, I, I appreciate what you're doing and I know a lot of people in the community do too. Thank you. 
Um, what do you have coming up next, activist-wise? Do you have anything you can reveal Yeah, what now? shows are you going to be at? Where will you be appearing next? <laughs> will you be dying in the street somewhere? Shows. Are we going to shut um, some shit down later this yeah, week? Yeah, we're going to shut some shit down, but we're not we're not talking about that yet on the radio. Okay, okay. No, we don't want to give out but that But we will certainly keep you posted. Okay, cool. So, for people that want to keep, keep abreast on this, at NYCami or at ANG... I'm going there after M- you shut it down. C-L-A-R-K-E. Okay, so follow on Twitter, and you can get information about that. But uh, my Twitter is garbage. Follow follow NY Cami. NY <laughs> at NY Cami. Okay, and uh, C A A M I. So this is Messiah. I'm signing off. Uh, Nate, don't forget to play that track. But okay. Oh crap, yo, that's right. Oh damn, oh, man. oh my god. Oh, is, damn. did we like promise that we were gonna play this track? I really just want to play. This is a, this is a track by G Bags. Uh, he's he sent right. it in. He's, he's actually on the check in, and um, it's a dope track. It's called Creep. Um, but this is no. We can just say our goodbyes first, and we'll just use that to take us out. All right. Um, so yeah, my name is Messiah. Yeah. Who else we got? Anybody? Anybody else here? Everyone else is dead uh-huh. here. Good night. I'm just Good trying night. to find this, this track right now. Good night. <laughs> yeah, JB, aka Dirty Moses. With you ready the, for with bed, buddy? <laughs> with the <laughs> old Barry White voice and shit. You know, I'm trying to be extra sexy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm trying to find this song right now. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm, Dave, I'm, I'm JB, aka Dirty oh, Moses. Again. I was about to say J. I was about to say DJ. <laughs> Dirty. Now noises. you're a DJ. Now that uh-huh. it's, well, it's broadly defined. DJ, DJ go. Make sure you come out July 31st to Harlem Nights. I, I need to whoop somebody's ass and you know Domino's. July 31st, Friday. I'm fucking up somebody in yeah, July 31st. July 31st. What time? What time? Seven o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight. Seven eight. Oh yeah. Eight All right, let me slam somebody in some Domino's and then I'm gonna bounce up to Saratoga. Then we play Bones and I'm yelling Domino. Hey, we'll Plus see, nobody we'll see I you know got killed in South Central LA. Today oh was God. a good day. Yo, somebody day. turn off JB's mic. This is why we can't do more than two hours. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, ready. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta creep up on the city. Some shit they wouldn't even expect. Yo. Uh, uh, I send a stick up kid, they go and creep on him. Go in his pocket, see how much he keep on him. One wrong move, then put hands and feet on him. Another wrong move, and be a white sheet on him. Wild out, they the kid style sheet on him. Dang, dang, bang, bang. She's the key for him. Any block I touch, I'ma eat on him. How my young boys pushing the rock. Chris and Neef on him. I was creeping way before TL did it. When that bends, I was in that CL tenant. Niggas throwing shade, man, cause they female and they giving brain. Have a choked out like Spiro did it. Done been through it. It's not much niggas can help me with. Just with my mom situated with a wealthy clip. My niggas running around with big guns, healthy clips. Why you niggas walking around with self-fs? They name your bitch Googling. From the school of hard knocks, OGs was tutoring. Hunter came up, my name up. I'm moving in, maneuvering. I done made fat niggas cool again. Niggas show some gratitude. Rapid dude, how you niggas local with Hollywood attitude? Only in the five and eight, when niggas can't find time to attend your show, but niggas find time to make white, green, and straight tan fat. You was in the house playing hangman heavy, I was Marvin, moving out with Ray Ban Reddy, creeping on niggas with that K N Desi, just plotting on the niggas to see how much bread he got. Then we creeping in his shit with the Desi cock, and when that Desi pop, I don't miss dog, cause I'm aiming with one eye shut, nigga, I'm Fetty Wap. 1730. <laughs> we, we really with the shits, bro. We really with the shits, bro. Creeping with your bitch, got the heater. I don't tip so. Niggas get robbed broad day when the strips slow. I was 18, seen boat, let a brick go. Whoa, paint pictures with a poem. I ain't it's neat, but a nigga on his own. Nigga like me, make something out of stone. I be feeling like Tommy getting head on the phone.
no Keanu. My girl called me creepy, she ain't leave me though. Never. You could go against me, it ain't easy though. No. Run up on a nigga with the toast up. He get it all in his face like a close up. Yeah. They mad that Ray Ban 310? So what? I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crust. Ah. I'm dead in these niggas. Want me call them out? All up. Have them in my inbox, try to talk it out. Ready? I kill them all, let God sort them out. Fuck If em. I ain't what you talking about, then what you talking about? Ooh. These other niggas never spitting no hot shit. No. Get mad they shit drop and nobody cops it. Stop it. You acting like you won't get it popped. Don't do that. My niggas in the hood, cause we ain't got an option.